Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not biblical slavery is immoral and we are starting right now with Skylar's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, Skylar. The floor is all yours. Well, hey, thank you, James. I appreciate you having me on to uh, do this debate. It's been a while since I've had one, especially been a while since I've been on the channel. Uh, you know, slavery is one of my uh, my co-hosts from the Skylar Fiction Show's favorite topic. He wrote a book about it, Dr. Josh Bowen. Big shout out to him. But, you know, when we talk about, you know, is, is you know, slavery in the Bible immoral, you know, I'm happy to grant that, you know, there are objective immoral things or I'm willing to grant that. But what I like to do, because I like reading the Bible out to everybody so we can actually see what we're talking about um, and we can see if we agree if something's morally wrong and we'll grant objectives. Uh, morals here. Uh, here's Exodus 21. If you buy a Hebrew slave, he is to serve you uh, for six years, but the seventh year he shall go free without paying anything. If he comes alone, he is to go free alone. But if he has a wife when he comes, she is to go with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons and daughters, the women and her children, the women and her children shall belong to her master, and only the man shall go free. So this is a perfect example of women and children being kept in slavery uh, that don't have the same rights as men here. They don't get to go free. Uh, but let's keep reading. Uh, the next verse, but if the servant or slave says, I love my master and my, my wife and my children and do not want to go free. Then the master must take him before the judges. He shall take him to the door or the doorstep and pierce his ear with an awl. Then he will be his servant for life. If a man, <laughs> so this is basically what you have now is a, a trap to where a male slave, a, a Hebrew male slave can be tricked into permanent slavery because why would he want to abandon his wife and children? Uh, you know, you know, and you're seeing how you know the owner of these people treats them as property, and simply a basic definition of slavery would be owning people as property. But let's keep going. We're going to go to the next verse. Um, this is all Exodus 21 verses two through seven. I've been reading uh, verse seven. If a man sells his daughter as a slave, she is not to go free as the male slaves do. Uh, if she does not please uh, the master who has selected her for himself, he must not let her be redeemed. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, let me repeat that. Uh, who has selected him for himself, he must let her be redeemed. He has no right to sell her to foreigners because he has broken faith with her. If he selects her for a son, he must grant her the rights of a daughter. If he marries another woman, he must not deprive the first one of her food, clothing, and marital rights. If he does not provide her with these three things, she is not to go free without any payment of money. Now, this is talking about the idea he's defiled her. He's had sex with her. Now, since she doesn't have virginity in the Bible, she has, her value is less. But you see in, in the scripture also there's no actual... Um, like choice for the woman here, right? It's, it's like, he doesn't like her. I'll give her to my son. 
Uh, then, you know, he can't sell, he's like, hey, you can't sell them to a foreigner. You know, you can't do that. But you can do these other things here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to, yeah, okay, let's go to this. This is uh, Numbers 31. And Moses says to them, have you kept all the women alive? Look, these women have caused the children of Israel through the council of bomb to trespass uh, against the Lord in the incident pure. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. Now, therefore, kill every male among the little ones and kill every woman, all the women who have known a man intimately. But keep alive for yourselves all the young girls who have not known a man intimately. This is sex slavery. Uh I do want to, of course, we can always go to Leviticus 25, verses 44 through 46, which is where we really outline the difference. However, you may purchase your male and female slaves from among the foreigners who live among you. You may also purchase the children of such foreigners, including those who have been born in your land. You may treat them as your property, passing them on to your children as permanent inheritance. You may treat your slaves like this. But the people of Israel, your relatives, must be treated, uh, must not be treated this way. And there's a reason for this is because God tells them that they're not, you know, they were already in bondage in Egypt, and he's not going to allow this type of thing again for his people. Right. Now it's okay to like it's saying here, it's okay to go to foreigners and buy slaves. And then those slaves you can treat with rigor and you can pass them on as permanent inheritance. Um, and then, of course, in any type of wartime, we have situations where they're just taking children. Um, so they don't kill all the little boys and those more in the Bible. Uh, they're taking them in and they're going to be forced into manual labor for the rest of their life. Uh, so, you know, and the, when I kind of when I view this kind of stuff, you know, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy like look at this meanie God who's so terrible. Right. I just look at this as literature by a group of people that was sharing traditions of everyone else at the time, what they were doing. This is, they, they were into slavery. They didn't find it immoral. You know, as long as you weren't doing it to them, their own people, right? Uh, you know, just like all the nations around them believed in slavery, slavery was just a thing. And uh, I think, though, the problem is when we get into the idea of a morally perfect, all-loving God that the Bible uh, portrays God's supposed to be, while at the same time he's telling people to commit these atrocious acts on human beings, telling people that they are they can be property and kept forever, have child slaves. I mean, women, I mean, you could practically almost go through the Bible, especially the Old Testament. Look in the New Testament, either the time any consent when it comes to women and who they're going to marry. Women were simply property, uh, bought, sold. I mean, you could sell your daughter to get out of debt, sell your daughter into slavery to get out of debt. I don't know if I read that scripture, but it's there. So, uh, you know, I'll kind of leave it there. I don't think I'd use this much time. But it, the whole idea, the problem is, is you're going to run into this idea that an all-loving, perfect God is telling people, hey, you can't do, you know, it's okay to do these things, telling people to do these things in certain actions along with the genocide and stuff. That's not the topic, but uh, 
you're going to run into problems with the Bible. And of course, like there, it's okay to have an interpretation of the Bible where you don't think this is literal, that like you just literally, you think this more is allegorical or it never really happened. You know, there just may be certain consistical, uh, I'm sorry, consistent uh, problems that may arise uh, in the conversation. But okay. I look forward to the dialogue. You got it. Thanks very much for that opening, Skyler. And folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, want to say welcome. I'm your host, James. We are a neutral channel hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And folks, we are absolutely pumped. DebateCon 3.1, as you can see at the bottom right of your screen, is Modern Day Debate's own conference that we put on. It's coming up on Saturday, April 22nd in Fort Worth, Texas. You don't want to miss it. It is going to have huge debates. For example, also at the bottom right of your screen, RN Raw versus T-Jump on whether or not religion does more good than harm, as well as, as you can see at the bottom right of your screen, Hussein Embers versus Matt Dillahunty on whether or not Islam is true. You don't want to miss this huge conference, so check out the links in the description box. We've got a link for in-person tickets if you're near Fort Worth, as well as if you're far away, there's also a link to watch all the debates live for just a buck. Throwing that into the crowdfund helps us cover the venue costs for this huge event. We're excited about it. You don't want to miss it. Check out those links right now. With that, we're going to kick it over to Austin. Thanks very much for being with us. Wits it gets it. The floor is all yours. Thank you. All right. How's it going? Um, I think that this debate is often misrepresented. I, I would say I appreciate him acknowledging objective morality at the beginning because that is definitely something I was going to bring up. Um, I don't see how one could be atheist and or agnostic uh, and acknowledge objective morality because, of course, those objective standards require intention and determination to put in place. But you obviously I find it humorous when typically atheists or atheist agnostic, uh, they make moral arguments against the Bible while claiming that there is no such thing as objective morality. So I do find that to be an intellectually tactical maneuver. So. I tip my hat to you for that. Okay, so we'll get into some of the main misconceptions. One of them, um, this scene, this verse seems to always get left out because the basic is that people always conflate the word slavery in modern translations with what we interpret slavery to be. Being as in modern times, um, people were taken against their will, kidnapped, chained up, forced to go live for someone, beaten, raped, all this egregious stuff, which is morally reprehensible, right? It, there's no way around it. Um, the scriptures specifically forbid that. So if you read the scriptures in good faith and actually take it to mean what it says— and you would know that that is not in any way what it's ever talking about because it actually specifically prohibits it. Exodus 21, 16 says, And he that stilleth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. So not only does it not condone kidnapping someone and enslaving them, it actually says that if you do that, you will be put to death. In fact, it even goes as far as to say that if someone else stills a man, and then sells him, and then you're just found with him. If you're found with the man that was kidnapped and stolen, then you will be put to death. Okay, so it strictly prohibits it. Um, most people have heard the indentured servant's angle on this, but that is accurate. 
That's what it is. So if we understand that you cannot steal a man against his will, you cannot sell him against his will, you cannot make him work for you against his will, that's prohibited and enforced by penalty of death, then we understand that they're coming into actual financial agreements. So in today's society, that would be someone that's down on their luck, they're, they're, they're broke. Um, they come to you and say, look, can you please front me set amount of money? I will uh, work for you. We can come to an agreement. Either I you could provide me like boarding and whatnot and food, and I will live there and work for you for the agreement. The Bible specifically says that the person can't has to agree to come do it. It also says that they're allowed to leave at any point in time, but they would have to pay back the remainder of the wages they have not yet worked off. It also says that if you have a quote unquote slave, which is a, is like a indentured servant and someone working for you, it says that you have to treat them just as good, if not better than the rest of your family. It's a strict rule that you must treat them just like your other family. And then it says that you can't keep them for longer than seven years. On the seventh year, they must be released, even if they haven't worked off all the money that you loaned them. So that's why it says he can leave even without paying because they're in a financial agreement. But if they don't fulfill their agreement, they can still leave and because they, they, they seven years is as long as you can keep them. And it says that this the quote unquote slave can choose to stay if he would like, and he can actually be pierced in the ear to show that he wants to be in uh, part of the family and permanently stay on that property. That brings up the word property which is misrepresented. It's specifically represented as you have taken them in to work on your lands, to be a part, basically an employee of you. So they're, they're your property in that sense. Proper interpretation of the Hebrew words would solve all of this mis misunderstanding, but it seems that people want to demonize the scriptures. It is the most attacked thing in the history of man, though. Um, so basically, I think that in order for me to go through all the misconceptions, I would have to take much longer than 10 minutes. And I guess that's what the debate's for that we'll get into it. I didn't start my time much later, so I think I still have like five minutes. So I can address some of the other things. Uh, it is known in the scriptures also that it says that the father gives the daughter away in marriage. Okay. And so if you come to a financial agreement with me, then I, you, I like, okay, I give you a certain amount of money. You have to work a certain amount of time. And then while you're there, I am able to hook you up with a wife. As in, if I have a daughter and I say, I'm treating you as my family. I appreciate you. You've earned my trust. I'm willing to let you marry my daughter. You can't just take my daughter away. So if you're going to choose to leave, then she gets to, she has to stay. But you had to come to that agreement during your servitude as to whether or not that was something you were willing to do. All of it is about being like you had to offer yourself to do something. Nothing is against your will. This whole like you can beat them within an inch of their life. Also taken out of context right before that, it says that if they have any like permanent bodily harm, you must let them go. And it specifically states that if you were to kill them, you will be put to death. You don't have some like exception because someone works for you. So there's a few details here and it requires a lot of good faith and in looking into the Hebrew in context. A lot of the modern translations have bastardized this to such an extent. It's, it's disgusting, but there are different types of servitude. There are those who are Hebrew or Israel. Now it specifies in the scriptures. Not everyone from Israel is of Israel. It isn't genetic. It isn't genetic. It isn't like, Oh, you're this bloodline. You now get it. No, it's, not everyone from Israel is of Israel. It's if you're a believer and yeah, you live for the creator, then you give them uh, an advantage. You trust them more and they work on certain hours, meaning that when the sun goes down, they're done working. 
period. The other type of servitude was they're on the clock. You can work them around the clock as in they're on call. Like they're not like not on the clock, but on call. If I'm like not 10 o'clock, the fence got broken. The animals are getting out. You got to get up out of bed and go work. You got to go fix this fence They're, They work around the clock. It's differentiating the different types of agreements you're allowed to have. In fact, it says if someone is, if they run away from their master because they're being mistreated, then the Israel, the believers have an obligation to protect them and help hide them away from the person they ran from. So this is a giant misconception. So in, in conclusion, to wrap it up, I, I didn't keep up with the time. Basically, you have to properly define what it is. And it's it's specifically prohibited to take someone against their will, force them to be a slave, as in what it's, it is in the most recent interpretation where people were taken against the will, which is morally reprehensible and egregious. You have to agree to it. Someone has to come and say, Austin, can you front me $20,000? I'll work for you for a year. And here's the agreement. We come to an agreement, then we do it. If you try to leave six months in, you don't get to keep my 20 grand. And it says that it's it's not favorable or ideal that anyone finds themselves in this position. But if they do, here are the rules you have to do. Okay, so that's what it actually is. It's all consensual. It's all willing agreement. Um, that's a gross misrepresentation of what it actually says. And so hopefully people will actually ask themselves, why is this so grossly misrepresented? And hopefully we can get into it from there. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's enough. Thank you very much for that opening as well. We're going to jump into the open discussion, but do want to say, folks, if you have not yet hit that subscribe button, we have many more debates to come. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well as that notification bell, as there are many more juicy ones coming up. With that, we're going to go into open discussion. If you happen to have questions, folks, feel free to at me at Modern Day Debate in the live chat. Otherwise, Super Chat is another way, and we'll read the Super Chats first during the Q&A, which will follow the open discussion. Thanks very much, Witsit and Skyler. The floor is all yours. Uh, you're muted, brother. I do, that a lot. I do that a lot. I'm terrible. I was going was to say that uh, I, uh, I, I read Scripture for like mostly the 10 minutes. I didn't misrepresent anything. I just read the Scripture word by word, oh, like, like different chapters. A lot of it was the same chapter, actually, right? All I heard you reference the Bible over and over again, but I didn't hear any specific scripture, a reference to a scripture. And the scripture that I, I read to you specifically talked women didn't go free. And then how they, the master got to keep the women and the children. I read that out loud to you. And then you're saying, well, is it immoral to keep women and children as plunder in wartime? Because I could show you scripture for that happening. Yeah, we, I would love to look at the scripture in context with the Hebrew, but real fast, because this is the most important part of the whole debate. You said I didn't reference uh, scripture, but I opened with a specific scripture. Exodus 21, 16, all people that make the argument that uh, slavery is condoned in the Bible, they skip over Exodus 21, 16, which specifically says, whoever steals a man and sells him and anyone found in possession of him shall be put to death. It's, so it's, it's property. It's property rights. Yeah, the, all the all the Middle East had property rights, right? And what they, you, a, yeah, you couldn't capture people. Yeah, kidnapping was illegal, even in other countries where slavery was legal. So I don't know what your point is. If you take someone against their will and yes. sell them, you'll be put to death. Yes, but that's what happened. Like I'm going to read it right here where it happened. Right. So okay, okay here's Deuteronomy 20. 10 through 14, when you march up to attack a city, make its people an offer of peace. If they accept and open the gates, all the people in it shall be subject to forced labor. They shall work for you. 
If they refuse to make peace and they engage you in battle, lay the siege to the city. When the Lord your God delivers them into your hand, put the sword to all the men in it. As for the women, the children, and the livestock, everything else in the city, you may take these as plunder for yourselves. And now you may use that plunder the Lord your God gives you from your enemies. Yeah, who are you talking stated, about in context? Well, it, I'm just, does it matter who you're talking to? Isn't it just objectively immoral to do that to another person? Does it matter yeah, what you, person if you is? selectively take things out of context that's mistranslated? So are you claiming that the Bible contradicts itself? No, what I'm, what I'm asking, you just said I took something out of context. What am I taking out of context? Who? Okay, that's what I'm saying. So who was it that he was giving these uh, rules for? Okay, it doesn't, it's objectively, it, hold on, listen, the point isn't who, right? Because it's, is it? objectively immoral to take women and children's plunder. It doesn't matter if it's black person, white person, Jew, Christian, Muslim, no, no point, right? If it's objectively immoral to take people as plunder, it doesn't matter what person, right? Okay. So it doesn't say you can take the women against their will and rape them or make them marry you. It says that all women must agree to be given in marriage, in the scriptures. This is actually talking about, according to the scriptures, a, a civilization that had actually intertwined with the fallen watchers. And they weren't even like genetically people. Half of them were, yes. This is the promised land that they were promised because of what Abraham's was righteous to God. Who he pray, he pray, hold on. He promised, he promised Abraham all these, this land where the Canaanites were, all these civilizations were. They had to go in and wipe out these civilizations. They already existed there. Right. These are what the, the Joshua conquest are about. Now, once again, I want to go back. No, yeah, it's a, a, oh, I know I, you, you keep saying that, but I'm the only one reading scripture here. Now, you said, let me just show you how wrong you were. Deuteronomy. Uh, oh, yeah. Deuteronomy 21, 10 through 14. You just said they can't force someone to marry a woman. We'll just give you an example. Uh, when you go to war against your enemies and the Lord, your God, delivers them into your hands and you take captives. Keyword there. If you notice among the captives a beautiful woman and, and are attracted to her, you may take her as your wife, bring her into your home, and have her shave her head, trim her nails, and put aside the clothes she was wearing when she was captured. After she has been lived in your house and mourned her mother and father for a full month, then you may go to her and be her husband, and you shall be, and she shall be your wife. If you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You must not sell her or treat her as a slave since you have dishonored her. Now, if you really want to know what that context of dishonor here is. I would love to, I would love to actually tell you what it says because you're just you, – you think that just I, saying I English it. words with emphasis somehow – yeah, they come from Hebrew words, okay? So the dishonor is actually about Hebrew? shaving her head. You, she, she, you shaved her head. So no, you're, I understand you're painting is. the picture no, no, that no. they you went Hebrew? you painted the picture that they went and took the women against their will, brought them into their house, forced them to do stuff with them, and then they can choose to let them go if they want to. I just first I just literally read the scripture. I didn't put any extras in it. I used the, I emphasized the words like captive, didn't put any extra words and just literally said it. So there's no misrepresenting here. Now, now yes, there do, is. Do, okay, so do, can you speak Hebrew? Can you read Hebrew? Do I I can I can definitely read the Hebrew words and what they mean, yeah. Okay, tell me what word in this translation, the English is incorrect. Where was it where, where I'll is have the to English go to the verse. We'll go to the verse. 
Okay, go so, ahead. What, so, so Deuteronomy 11? Deuteronomy 21, verses 10 through 14. Okay, you're bouncing around. And so, what, is this KJV? Is this KJV? Is this KJV? We don't need these little, like, these little sides. Well, you said Deuteronomy 11. I have it pulled up, and now you're talking about 21. You ignored the first, the the first verse completely refutes your entire claim. Go go to your Hebrew, bro. Okay, so would you like to concede that it's not saying that you can take the woman against their will? No, no, no. no, It says if you take a... Dude, you're interrupting you yeah, haven't demonstrated. I'm asking you to go to Hebrew. I'm waiting for the Hebrew. Okay, but I don't like work for you. I, I'm in the process of going to the verse. Can you calm down? Like it says that if you take a woman against her will, you should be put to death. Yeah, that's like I said. In other countries where slavery was okay and legal, they also it was against the law to kidnap people. They didn't consider this slavery. They just redefined no. it. That's exactly understanding. No, no, no. Okay, well then articulate. No, no, no. First, let's go back to the Hebrew that you said I misunderstood. I don't want to get away from that. Sure. Yeah, but I will. Yeah, you do. You you used it to get away. If you're, from, you're not doing it still. You're I'm still, going to it right now, man. It. But like it says in the Bible that if you take a woman against her will and force her to have sex with you, you should be put to death. That's what it's, it's property rights is what you're talking about. No, it says if you force a woman to yes, have sex that, against her will, you should be about. put to death. Because it's property rights. No, you're using another woman's women are property, and if you, you if you sleep with another man's property, the woman's to be put to death. The man isn't, and that's, that's it, incorrect. That's, that that's is incorrect. true. No, the, the well, let's woman, the, do the Hebrew man. We're so far away from it now. At this point, you, you said you I was don't incorrect. want to acknowledge that you misrepresented. No, I think you just leave her down rabbit trails. Deuteronomy uh, twenty one. What? Not one scripture. Twenty Deuter- Deuteronomy twenty one. 10 through 14. Now, what specifically did I read? Didn't read you one disagree? scripture, he said. Yeah, but what do what specifically did you say that is do you disagree with? I'm gonna go I look said? at it. Because because what you try to imply to the audience is it says you can just go take a woman against her will. So kill all of them except for the ones you think that are pretty virgins, take them against their will. Bring them to your house. Do whatever you want to with them. Humiliate them, but then you have to let them go. Well, it's not humiliation. It was a mourning practice. Then what does dishonor mean? That means you slept with her. Really? Yes. No, no dishonor. No dishonor. You know what I mean? That's exactly no. what it is. But no, anyways, first of all, first of all, once again, this literally says I didn't. Re- I didn't add anything. I literally just read the scripture, and you're saying I misrepresent something. Now, because, you don't agree yes. with the English translation here, but you're not telling me what's your problem with the English translation. I'm going to it right now. It's, it, but you don't know what it is. You're just calling, you're just calling bullshit. Because, like, well, maybe there's a problem. Let me go to Google to try to look it up or some Hebrew website, right? I, what scholar do you website. go? What kind of scholar do you go to when it comes to the Hebrew language? I go to Who's Biblegate and look at the Hebrew itself. Yeah, yeah, but what scholar? Like what scholarly book? I just go you to go the to- Hebrew. That you, it's like telling me you go to Google and you want to be an engineer, bro. You think I need a scholar? Do you know what an appeal to yeah. credentials <laughs> is? You, well, you need to have education, right? I, you know, no. like, oh, if I go to a doctor, I'm not going to go to a guy who went to school to be a lawyer, right? I brother, expect him. But anyways, that's not. Are you claiming get... that the Bible contradicts itself, or are you trying to take uh, the Bible uh, away listen, from what it says? We were, uh, the topic is slavery, and is it immoral? And here, just listen. When you go to war against your enemies, the Lord your God delivers them into your hands and you take captives. What's a captive? Okay, that's in the time of war, okay? In the time of war, 
which in this context, actually, it's a specific group of people that were warned to not occupy that area. They were given property rights to different areas. They refused to acknowledge where they were supposed to stay. Through repeated warnings, they continued to take over the land that wasn't theirs. They refused to leave, and they would harm anytime anytime Israelite came close to it, they would harm them. In fact, they would go outside of that territory and attack them and kill them. Eventually, the creator said, now you're going to have to go take it back from them. These people refuse to acknowledge the actual agreement that we all came to about who gets what property. You must now go take it. And actually, it says that there were giants there, which means that they slept with the fallen ones. Okay. And it says you're going to have to take them over by force because they refuse to listen to the creator. And if there are virgins there, if you choose to, you can spare people there, meaning that they haven't slept around. You're supposed to not sleep before marriage. You can't take a wife that's not pure, according to the scriptures. That's what it says. So then they're take. Yeah, if you choose to take them, of- you take them means that you can take them as your wife. It says that for a woman to be married, she must agree. Try reading some scripture, bro. I'm reading scripture. You're just saying this is what the Bible says. I don't believe no specific you. Model. Yeah. No, no. Because you're just making, you're just pulling shit out of your ass. You're not actually making debating. You're just saying the Bible says this. The Bible says that. You oh, haven't wait. read an actual scripture. So are I've you read, disagreeing like, with I've it? I've read Seth. Yeah, I'm calling you bullshit. I'm saying what you're saying to me isn't actually research. You don't understand it. You don't have any type of scholar you went to. And you don't even reference scripture when you're talking. So let me ask you right here. I'm going to go specifically <laughs> to what we're talking about. Marrying a captive woman. When you go to war against your enemies, the Lord God delivers them into your hand. You take captives. All right. So what you do is just put a qualifier on it. You're just like, well, you got to understand blah, 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 or A, B, and C to understand why it's not immoral in this situation. That's all you did is you just put a qualifier on it. But the problem now, this objective morality that you agreed to in the beginning doesn't work. It contradicts itself because it's not objectively immoral anymore. Okay, so I guess the thing that you're going to do is keep avoiding it. So we can go verse by verse then. Do, do you agree or disagree that the Bible says that a woman must agree to be given in marriage? It depends on the context, yes. There's context is where a woman is given in marriage. Like, for instance, yeah. <laughs> you, can give your, you can sell your daughter to get out of debt. But the woman has to agree. No, that doesn't say that. Where does it say that in the scripture? They agree. Okay, I'll point out where it says it. Thank you. Okay, so now. No, no I said says slave it. now. It says slave, not marriage. There you go. So you're back to not understanding my opener, which is that there's yeah, uh, the word slave up, is just an English word for what we say now. Do you see yeah. how it's all crumbling in on itself? I, I haven't heard the Hebrew that was wrong. I haven't heard any actual you're scripture. Okay. You, well, how about you pull it up and show us what the Hebrew is? I, you're saying it's wrong. You said something was wrong about the translation. Right? No, no. Well, you said that's that exactly. That would, see, well, okay. Then what is specific? Okay, I'm going to read it, and you tell me. Let's just read one more. It's let's read one it. more. Okay. If you buy a Hebrew slave, he this is the he's to serve you for six years, but in the seventh year he shall go free without paying anything because that's indentured servitude, right? Huh, he yeah. comes alone. He is to go free alone. But if he has a wife when he comes, she can go with him. But if his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons and daughters, the women and her children shall belong to the master and only the man shall go free. Yeah. Didn't I explain that in my opener? No, you didn't. I did, though, brother. I did. So I explained, bro, that if you come to an agreement 
Say I'm your master. If you come to an agreement with me, Doesn't that's the only way I can. Be. You're making. Hey, let's up. say you're my master. It's not so, in the scripture what you're saying. It is though. Show me it. That show me in the scriptures what you're saying. You, you once again you're just saying that it's in the scripture. I'm it's, reading scripture to you. Wait, are you saying that you can take the guy against his will? Yeah. Did you you understand the point is about the woman, right? The woman doesn't go free. That's what yeah. we're talking about. It's not about the guy in the situation. Dude, you I just, just explained how it. that was in the, You don't get what, it. What don't I get? Explain I'm trying to I tell you. Get. Okay, then explain it instead of okay. just random. So the father has the right to give his woman, or I mean his daughter, in marriage. It specifically says that if you have a quote-unquote slave that has agreed to work for you, if you begin to trust them, it even specifies that if they end up coming to the creator, if they become ingrained into Israel, then you can choose to give the woman in over to marriage to them. But if you do that, they have to come to an agreement with you that they will stay there as part of the family. They can't wait until their term is up and then take your daughter away, take the woman away and run off with her because that that's the agreement. So they can either choose to be there for seven years with no wife, or they can enjoy their time a little bit more, have a wife because you trust them. So you decide to give them the wife, but they have to keep their word and they can't run off with the wife. If they try to run off after it's over, the wife must stay because they broke their agreement. Now, that's a totally different story than what you're trying to paint. That's the point. It's like that. It's like that with every time. Every that's that's why I know the scriptures are mis- it, well, misrepresented. I just, I just literally just read the scriptures. You haven't read a one. You just kept telling me what's in the book without reading a scripture, reading the Hebrew to tell me where I was wrong. I've read at least nine or nine or ten scriptures now, literally word for word from the Bible. And then when you then you challenge me on something, you're like, "Well, that you're, it's you're you're misrepresenting it." How can I misrepresenting on something? Like, let me just read one for you again. And you tell me how I'm misrepresenting from just reading it. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, however, you may purchase male or female slaves from among the foreigners who live among you. Let's pause right there. Okay. What does purchase them mean? Do you, do you think that means that it's like forcibly buying them? You're, yes, you're going to own them as property. Okay. Now, doesn't it specifically say in the first verse I brought up that you're not allowed to do that? In Leviticus 25, so in Leviticus, this chapter that I'm reading, it outlines the three types of slavery. So you have indentured servitude. Hold on. There's indentured servitude. You, you know, I could read the whole thing if you really want oh, to. Oh, we need to go it. step by step. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Watch this. And I think it'll make more sense. And I'll keep it I'll keep it up for the audience so it doesn't feel like it's, it's too crazy here. All right. I want to get to the slavery part here. Okay, let's start at verse 35. Okay, Leviticus 25, verse 35. If any of your fellow Israelites become poor and are, are unable to support themselves among you, help them as you would be, help them as you would a foreigner and a stranger, so they can continue to live among you. Do not trade interest or any profit from them, but fear your God and that they may continue among you. You may not lend them money or interest, sell them food at a profit. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt to give to you the land of Canaan and to be your God. Uh, If any of your fellow Israelites become poor and sell themselves to you, do not make them work as slaves. They are to be treated as hired workers, temporary residents among you. They are to work for you until the year Jubilee. Then they and the children are to be released, and then they will go back to their own clans into the property of their ancestors. Because of the Israelites, 
my servants whom I brought out of Egypt. They must not be sold uh, as slaves. Do not rule over them ruthlessly, but forever your God. Now, this is where it gets juicy. All right. In verse 44. However, your male and female slaves are to come from the nations around you. From them, you may buy slaves. You also may buy the temporary residents living among you and members of their clans born in your country, and they will become your property. You can bequeath them to your children and, uh, and inherited property as inherited property and make them slaves for life. But you must not rule over your fellow Israelites ruthlessly, right? The next verse, if you want to go. Bro, to it, you see talking. how you're like, you're, okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you have to give me plenty of time to respond to this. But you understand, I just, I didn't talk. It's literally just the scripture I read. Well, I said, let's go piece by piece. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, but I want you to know. It's okay, you, finish, just finish. But I want you to, so I want us to recognize that then the next scripture here, 47, is, is going to talk now about the rich man that comes to live in, live in the Israelite lands, right? If a foreigner resident residing among among you becomes rich and any of your fellow Israelites become poor and sell themselves to the foreigner or to a member of the foreigner's clan, they retain the right of redemption. They have sold themselves. One of the relatives may redeem them. As we go into this, it's basically saying like the foreigners that come over and buy slaves, the rich foreigners, they can't buy slaves for life. They're not allowed to buy Israelites in that same way. So all that did was outline the kinds of slavery. There's slavery for Israelites. It's just indentured servitude. They get off in seven years. Only the men, though, not the women. And then we have what we call foreign slavery, conquering people, buying foreign slaves that I read. Go ahead. Okay, no problem. So there are four fundamental types of people in these financial agreements that are referred to as slavery in modern English translations, and it denotes the different types. So you have a brother, as in a fellow believer. Okay. A fellow believer in Yah, the one true creator, the true spiritual house of Israel, a brother. You have a neighbor, which means they live amongst you, and they're not necessarily a fellow believer. You have a sojourner that actually travels to your place, and then you have a stranger, one in which you do not know and can be from a foreign land. It says that for each of these different groups of people, there are different rules for how you are allowed to have them as your slave or servant. Okay. And so it's explained. I explained this. I explained this in my opener. For one of them, it's explained first of all, you're not allowed to keep anyone perpetually against their will. That's a complete lie. It says that if you do that, you'll be put to death. It says that you have one person, say they're your fellow brother, you should give them leniency. So the example would be I'm a believer, you're agnostic or atheist, right? So it's like basically, and no disrespect here, but it's like saying, oh, well, I don't trust the atheist as much as the fellow Christian. The Christian has moral objective standards and a linear code of ethics that he adheres to. He's more likely to be trustworthy and honest. I can trust him with my possessions and that he's going to be honest and work hard. So I can trust him. I give him an advantageous position. I would start him off with a better wage. He only has to work till 6 p.m. every day, and that's it. This other guy, he's an atheist. I know he's done some sketchy stuff. He thinks do as thou wilt makes sense, and there's no moral objectivity. I don't trust him. This is what it's saying. I don't trust him as much. So what that means is I have to make him earn his trust. He has to work around the clock. If at 10 o'clock at night, the fence breaks, he has to come out. And so he has a different type of agreement than the other guy does. It denotes the four relationships and the different types of agreement. It says you're not allowed to take anyone against their will ever. This is the biggest part of it. 
the biggest part of it, I, the biggest part of it is that it says you cannot take people against their will. Um, no, I mean, I'll keep going. Again. No, no, scripture. I just didn't hear any scripture. I didn't hear any specifics. You just keep saying I mistranslated and you didn't okay. read any scripture, right? So I'm going to ask you once again. Oh right. Is gosh. it is it immoral to take women and children as plunder? To take them as plunder? You can't go take someone against their will if you're in war. If you're in war, you can spare them as opposed to them having them die in war. Yes, you can spare women and children, and you can and you can only take the women that are virgins as your wives. If they agree, obviously, that's what take them as wives mean. It's to find the scriptures a hundred times. Yeah, you still haven't provided the scripture for that. Okay, D- will you acknowledge the script? So, wait, your excuse for the first scripture I brought up because it ends the whole just, debate. Exodus twenty, Exodus twenty one sixteen is what I call this. Exodus twenty one sixteen specifically says, "And he that stilleth a man, yeah, and stilleth a man and sells him, it's, and anyone found in possession of him, it's slave property being traded. You're not allowed to steal other people's slaves. So where property. does it say that? I thought we weren't adding to scripture. This is this is law. This is slave law. That's who. Where does it say that? You can go to Doctor Josh Bowen. Would be oh. one. You could read a book by him. Why? Why, 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 why about this? we're just talking yeah. about the Bible? I thought. No, no one ever said we were just talking about the oh, Bible. Oh, so now it doesn't have to be in the Bible. Now apologetics. Well, when did I ever say it has to be just in the Bible? That's what you've been saying the whole time. No, no, no. I'm just saying that you say, no, my point was you keep saying the Bible says something, but never actually quote the scripture until just Exodus this 21, moment. 16. Until just this moment. And I, almost an hour into it. Said in my opening. And then you never actually deal. You keep saying that it didn't happen. And then you're not actually dealing with what I'm saying. It literally says women take women and children as plunder. Right, it's plunder, bro. They're not. They're not. They're looked at as objects, uh, property. How how would you say that that isn't objects and property? And they're even counted with like the sheep and the goats. Wait, wait, time out though. So you're scattergunning a lot. You said I didn't say way, I'm, I'm not an atheist. I want to let you know I'm a God believer. Just don't want you to know. Okay, well that's good. That I mean that makes sense. I, well, I just went on a long rant about it. I just I don't know what my what that would have any relevance to a debate where you're supposed to be talking about the morality of the. The Bible, it would have but, relevance because an atheist has no position to make any moral arguments whatsoever. They have to say that morality is subjective. Neither so, do you. Yeah, I do. I do. I acknowledge that there must be a creator. There's a linear code of ethics. That's yeah, the whole point. It doesn't mean it's just you're just saying like, oh, well, I just acknowledge this. That doesn't show that there's actually objective moral facts. Could you show that something is objectively morally yeah, wrong? Abso- or absolutely. Right? How would you do that? Effortlessly. There's not one scenario that anyone can come up with that raping someone's okay. It's morally wrong, period. Period. I, no matter I what time it is. Okay. But is that how how are you defining objective there? Uh, we are all that's actually the main proof of a creator is that we're all innately built with the understanding that taking someone yeah. against their will and forcing them to do something like that is is immoral. Okay, so but how would you sh- no 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 no? I totally think it's immoral for different reasons but you're saying it's objectively immoral and say how would you show that it's the case that this is objectively immoral well we use something called logic right we, we have something called logic that yeah we, we yeah, were, logic, you can't logic your, your way into that because it's basically you don't know all the possibilities you don't have access to all the possibilities there's not one possibility where taking a woman against her will and forcing her to do something sexual against her will is morally good i agree i listen i agree with you there's no case that i would ever 
think that was a good thing, right? You even speculate you, but, one but, hypothetical? Uh, no, but well, here's but I'm, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You're hypothetical. And that's objectively I, wrong. No, no, no. That isn't what objectively moral means. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what that word means. It means stance or mind independent, right? Like me saying, like I would never do this is based on my emotions and my opinions, right? So when you say, hey, is it? Would you ever see a time where raping somebody was right? I can say that from a moral subjective, uh, like an anti-moral realist or a moral subjectivist and say, hey, you know, I would find it wrong in all cases. It doesn't make what you're arguing true, though. You're saying it's mind independent, whether a human being had a mind or not. It's somehow yeah. wrong, but you can't show that to be real or the case. OK, well, this is a philosophical discussion, which requires logic be the primary tool of deduction. It's called philosophy. This is an ontological conversation. Yeah, okay, so God. if you think I'm going to do some scientific experiment where I ma- wrap up linear code of ethics, that's not how this works. But if someone would have to sh- articulate a logical alternative, meaning they would have to actually justify logically the position that there is a scenario in which rape would be not just okay, but morally right and good, they would have to justify that. Because if morality is strictly dependent upon a subjective interpretation of someone, then it can change no matter what which means you would have to say the most egregious things can be morally good. And this is a bit of a diversion away from the subjects. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, first of all, that's a giant argument from ignorance right there, right? You're just saying, you'll have to tell me an example in order for this not to be the case. It's like, no, no, no. You have to be able to show it is the case and that every example, there is no way it would run. I mean, you, the problem is here too. You're, you know, go ahead. Go go to your next statement. I, I think you have a thought. Yeah, this requires like logical good faith. It's a logical discussion. It's philosophy. So yeah. well, I, I can't I'll, take I'll, the I can't take the creator and bring him over here to you on a silver tray and say, tell him that morality is objective. We're all built with it. We know it is. Fall tests have shown that children know it. There's all kinds of studies that have shown that at a young age, uh, we know things are things are wrong. Harming innocent people's wrong. Raping people's wrong. Stealing's wrong. Killing innocent people's wrong. Everyone in the world knows that going to take a five year old and harming them is wrong. So, yeah, I mean, God does it in the Bible in 1 Samuel 15. Okay. He has babies slaughtered. Okay, so you have to know the context oh, of Oh, I do. Happens. Stop doing that. Stop just being like, you don't know the context. You're staying. You're either, make the argument, either make the argument or stop doing like the drama where you're like, you just don't understand context. Yeah, okay. yeah. If you're not actually quoting scripture, I am. Go oh, ahead. I did. You you avoided finally an hour in. You quoted I'll just something. keep repeating it. No, I I did it in my opener. Whenever you made the first okay, point of the debate, it. the first thing I brought up once you said your first point was I brought that verse back up. I said it's the most important thing. It should be the first thing that we address. It was the first thing I brought up, and your response was that it's property rights. Can you so show then I asked you, up? where does it say that? Because what it yeah. says is what it says is that if you take someone against their will, you should be put to death. And then it says that if a master... That's not quoting the Bible, by the way. You're just saying it says that. Exodus 21, 16. It says, and he that that stilleth a man and selleth him. That's not... Yeah, I'm glad you're doing it now. You weren't doing it then. I've done it four times. Now, after an hour in, I call it I did it in my opening. So let's go back. I want to go back. How will you show that it's objectively immoral to let's see, let's see, let's say <laughs> stealing, right? How is it objectively immoral to steal? Um, 
there are gray areas with morality. Like you could come up with some scenario where it's like, but this wealthy person has been stealing from all kinds of other people. And there's a poor person and he just needs a loaf of bread. Is it immoral to take the loaf of bread off his counter and give it to the poor person? It's not that there's not black and white. It's that there is an objective morality. And I gave you a perfect example. I use an extreme to make the point. Either you think that rape is always wrong, period, regardless of what people think, or you think That's... rape can be good based on what people think that's not objective though you know and you I'm think that a, modern sla- if you think no, that you no, think asking, modern that's, slavery that's not objective what you're describing isn't objective for this us is a diversion, no can you no can you define what you mean by objective in this case so if you think there's no objective morality no, i'm a, asking you to define what objective morality is please it, it it exists outside of independent subjective interpretation it exists Perfect. outside of relative means show something is wrong by that standard how would you show that something is wrong by that standard to be the case in reality i've explained to you that this requires logical deduction it is a philosophical discussion but you're not okay. what, I, I understand you but you're not actually making the argument it's like you're talking I about like a car times. but you're talking about how you drive the car but not driving the actual car so the logical i believe there's okay. a god and a creator right my god doesn't have babies killed like it describes in the Bible in First Samuel fifteen. You mean genetic Samuel. hybrids that slept with uh, Paul? No, that's no. That, oh, that's not the case. That is what it says. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That is, what, what's that the scripture? Is. Go ahead, give me it. Oh, Genesis six. That far along early. That's talking, when it they, tells they, you what happened. So, okay, so okay, so so you're saying those things they lasted all that time on the earth. Yeah, they kept on creating further offspring. God hey, made God made them in a, God made them in a way that they could reproduce offspring with human beings. Can we get yeah? Can we get back? Yeah, to the could, verse? Right? It makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, now your subjective interpretation does. I, matter. It is no. It does. It's, yeah, that is my opinion. Bro, but it I'm makes not, no sense. I'm not here to, to say to that God could that. stop these creatures from reproducing by simply not allowing them to reproduce with humans. But then, but then say, well, he made it wait till there were civilizations and there were half breed children and monsters. Then he told everybody to go wipe out everybody and take the land. What sense does that make? What are you talking about? So yeah, you have Joshua conquest, man. You have free will, man. So if you didn't have free will, there would <laughs> be no nothing to do with what I just said at all, dude. You never even let me finish, man. So it's just you don't you say things that aren't related. All, all of a sudden now you're talking about free will. Instead and then of you thinking you know where I'm going, phone? maybe take a step back and realize that you're maybe the one that's behind. Okay, so I am making a specific point to what you just said, even though this is all red herring fallacies away from the fact that Exodus 21, 16 refutes your entire argument. So the point is that you have free will. Without free will, there is no purpose to life. We would just be robots. Well, all creatures had free will, including the angels. That's not okay? true. You in fact, they were made to watch over man. That was their responsibility. Listen. They could come to and fro. And what some of them chose to do was take women. Now we know that angels can become like men because they do that throughout all the scriptures as the messengers to other men. In fact, in Sodom and Gomorrah, that's what they were doing, approaching the angels, trying to get them to sleep with their women so they could create more offspring of giants. So whether or not you think that's crazy, whether or not people believe in the Bible is a totally different conversation about what the Bible says. This is about is what the Bible says immoral and it says in exodus 21 16 that you cannot take a man against his will you cannot sell him and if someone else takes him against his will and then you're caught with him you will even be put to death that's what is it, it says is it, is it objectively immoral to drown a baby yes so god's objectively immoral for drowning babies you mean in the uh the flood that you're talking about the flood i mean 
Did he drown babies you're, you're, in the flood? Let me ask you, did he drown babies in the flood? I, I would assume there were babies alive, yeah. Yeah, and you just said it's objectively immoral to drown kill absolutely, babies. Absolutely. For any man to do anything like no, no, that. No, no, but he's your moral foundation. This is you don't understand the topic. He's your moral foundation. The reason uh, it's immoral to lie is because God's not a liar. He's a truth teller. He couldn't lie because his nature is one of truth. When did he one lie? One of love. I'm not, you, you're, you're missing my point, right? The point is that's why he doesn't lie. His nature is not of one of a liar. He's a truth teller, right? Now, when I say something like it isn't in his nature this, to execute or drown babies because that would go against his nature because it's just harm and cruelty to them. Like that would say it's going against his own nature. It would be immoral. If it's immoral to drown babies, it's in all cases. That's what it means to be objective. Not based on situation or circumstances. Okay, you're. I, I get it. I would talk to you about it, right? But it's you're diverting away because That's you know that Exodus twenty. No, the point is you acknowledged objective morality in your opener. So, yeah. like, boom, stop wasting everyone's time. You agree with me? There's objective morality, which means someone had to create it. So the point is. Now, what, who, if you want to argue about who created it, that's a different conversation. But Exodus 21, 16 says you can't steal people, bro. And it, we can read them all off, right? Leviticus 21, 14, a widow or one divorced or a woman who has been defiled or a harlot, these yes. he shall not marry. But he shall take a wife, a virgin of his own people. That's what Levit Leviticus 21, 14 says. These verses don't help you when read in context. The law concerning slaves. Let's read the whole thing. Well, what, why don't we do the one with the children? The one where he gets to keep the wife and children. Can you tell me what's going on in that situation? Why would yeah, the, the man? I, I get, no, no. Why? Why doesn't the woman the woman go free? Because the woman wasn't the man's. The woman was typically, from well, my who's understanding, whose is she? It's it's the master's, but typically oh, oh, the owner of the person. Per, the woman comes to a man and says, "Can you provide yeah. me with shelter and protection?" That's not what it says. It, dude, it says you can't do something to someone against. It literally says own. that you can sell your daughter to get out of debt. Okay, now let's talk about that. So, whenever you're going to sell your daughter, that's called giving your daughter away in marriage. Just like no, I went and asked yeah, my, just yes, like dowry has existed then too. This is talking in a specific context where if you want to get out of debt, you can do that. Once again, you're trying to justify something that's not justifiable. Yeah, you're trying to censor anything outside of your predetermined script. So just like I had to go to my script. wife's, just like I had to go to my wife's father and ask for his her hand. There's no evidence of this. I went to my wife's father to ask for her hand. Okay, you're, you're, this is a practice we still times. do. This isn't relevant at all. I'm making a point. It's the We're same thing. It's the same thing. So back, the only difference is that back in the day, say that I wanted to go marry my wife's father. Well, he would have been like, okay, well, come have a talk with me. Okay, well, if you if you really love her, show me that you love her. If you love her, you're willing to sacrifice something. So how about this? I want 10 goats. I want three bars of silver, and I want some gold, and I want some chickens. And I need that for you to show me that you truly are willing to sacrifice for my daughter. And then I go give it to him. And he says, okay, you have my permission. Now, none of this can take place without the woman, my wife, agreeing to want to marry me. That's what the scriptures actually say. You the real question is, why do atheists times. and agnostics have to misrepresent the scriptures? I'm not atheist. I'm not agnostic. I'm a, I'm a freaking God believer. And why are you misrepresenting the scriptures then? I'm not. I just read them. 
No, wait, wait. Did you hear what I just said? When you, I, no, I yeah, I heard question. you ramble on for like two minutes and not make any valid points. Yes, I heard that, oh but I didn't hear any actually referencing the scripture. Like I was talking hand about dismissing every single argument. You're not responding with any yeah, substantive specificity ever, dude. You brought up like getting out of debt with <laughs> the wife. You, I answered, that, that term? you brought up getting out of debt with a wife. It's the same thing. It's like if, no, if it's I had not, gone to my, it's not the same thing. One yes. is you're getting debt. You're getting out of debt. And you're selling your daughter as a slave. There's a difference. It doesn't, doesn't say selling. Say yeah, it, it does. Hold on, hold on. It doesn't say she sees selling her into marriage. It says he's selling her as a slave, bro. Okay, go read it. What, what's yeah. the verse? If you buy a Hebrew slave, he is to serve you for six years, but in the seventh year, he shall go free without paying anything. If he comes along, he is to go free alone. But if he has a wife, he he uh, when he comes, she can go with him. If his master gives him a wife. Gives him a wife. Yeah. Okay. What, I've already addressed what, this. Yeah, okay. What status is she at this point? Okay. There's a few options. One is it could actually be his daughter because it says treat your slave as family. It says you must treat your slave as family or better than family and that you must let them go and that they can choose to be a part of your family forever. If well, you choose to give him permission, seven, which- now you can have another, you can have a, a, a female indentured servant as well. They can cook and clean. They're obviously not going to be like you know, one of them is like this a ranch is just hand. Bullshit, rambling. Yeah, you don't. You're like not. That you're not yeah, sense. I'm reading. Scripture. You don't like that. I'm it makes sense. Stuff. You have to straw man the scriptures. You haven't you demonstrated objective morals even exist. Now you're like, diverting back to the not, other red herring. I mean, I'd love to deal with the actual. If a man sells his his daughter as a slave, she is not to go free as the male servants do. Okay. Why is that? You're, why is it that you never want to get to the conclusion? I want to just want to know if a man sells his daughter as a slave. She is not to go free as this male slaves do. Why is that the case? Wait, if, so read it again. If the man sells his daughter as a slave, she is not to go free as the male slaves do. That obviously requires Exodus, Exodus verses 21. Exodus verse 21. Exodus chapter 21. And then you could start at verse 21 if you need context. That's funny. How about we start five verses before that where it says. Read it. Okay, it says, and I quote. Go to the beginning. Go to the beginning, though. Twenty-one sixteen. No, no, no. The the verses before that one. I want to. Read, I want you to read. You mean to read the whole chapter? No, no. About three or four verses before. Okay. And I did earlier. Remember, you didn't have a problem when I read that. Whole this is funny that earlier. you're you skipped over this. No, so, it's not going to be funny when you read it. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. 20, 21. Well, none of this is funny. It's it's sad that people misrepresent the scriptures. So twenty one fourteen. But if a man acts with premeditation against his neighbor to kill him by treachery, you shall take him from my altar that he may die. Oh man. Okay. So if someone premeditates murder, they should be put to death. Okay. And he who strikes his father, or his mother shall surely be put to death. Okay. Pretty pretty extreme. Pretty intense. And he that stilleth a man and selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. Kidnapping. Yeah. It doesn't say. That's what the kidnapping is. What do you think slavery is? No, no, no. Kidnapping is an aspect of slavery, right? You exist in both. Like you have to kidnap people in slavery. But in the scriptures we were reading, they weren't kidnapped, most of them. Most of them were just bought and sold, right? But by agreement. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, It it didn't say that. It said that for the Jews, not for the foreigners. No, it did. Dude, first of all, it's not Jews. It says Israel. It says Hebrew Israel. It says not everyone from Israel is of Israel. It has nothing to do with genetics. 
It says people well, I, that are not Jewish, people that are not Jewish get grafted into Israel. It's about being a believer. So it's like, yeah, you treat the believers with more respect. You can trust them more. Okay. This is what you're not wanting to acknowledge. What are you rambling this on is, about, dude? How about this? Can we boil this down to the most important part? Do you agree that the part that makes slavery immoral is that it's against the will of the slave? Yeah. And I'm, what I'm saying is, is that if by that definition, the scripture says it's against the will of the per, of the person, the slave. I'm just making sure we agree. Like that's that's yeah. the part that makes. Do you? Well, do you no. The, well, the not, thing that makes it someone a slave is if they're owned as property. No, what that's I'm what saying is, slave. what I'm saying is, do you agree that the part of quote unquote slavery that makes it immoral is that it's against the will of the slave? Well, I think it's not just that. I think it's more complicated than just saying one thing. No, it's not because the alternative would be that they agreed to do it. No, I, I think that you're just straw manning position here. And I think you're just, once again, <laughs> you're doing the object, you're doing the, of course it has to, it's the argument from ignorance when it has to be the subjective morality option, right? If it's not this option, like how, what else could it be? And well, Skyler, hold on. And Skyler, if you can't present some other option at this moment in time, it must be my option that I'm just proposing and not providing any evidence for or any reason for, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You you said that you acknowledge objective morality in your opener. Now it's your crux. That's well, a you well, think. Let's get rid of it. We can get rid of it. Fine. I don't believe that objective morals exist. Okay, well, then you think that there's a situation that rape could be morally good. So no, you th- do not understand morality. If that's, that's what subjective what morality means. No, oh, no, that is not. It means it's based on subjective opinion, your emotions, okay. and your – yes. Are there people who yeah. think rape was good at some point? Has there been a person that thought that? But does that yes. make it good? Wait a no, no, no. But you see, when you ask a question like that, it shows you don't understand what subjective morality is. What, stupid. What you're, you're saying by what standard is it good? Uh, by objective standards that we are all built uh, you innately. We know that harming someone else against their will is wrong. You can't demonstrate that everyone knows this and that you have an objective hey, standard. Sorry, where's your Where's your demonstration brother, of it, brother? Brother, <laughs> you're really what's happening? Okay, I'm trying to be patient. Don't narrate. Don't narrate. You're interrupting. Just, don't narrate. And you're scattergunning. Just deal you're with not, what I'm saying, Tyler. I'm, I'm just saying. trying. Hey, right, gentlemen, there's a little bit too much overlap where they can't hear either of you if you're speaking at the same time. Yeah, I'm like what I'm trying to say, Skyler, is I want to get to the conclusion of each point or what we're going to end up doing is talking in circles, but never getting to the conclusion of the points. So the point that I'm specifically making is the distinction of what makes the slavery moral or immoral is that it's against someone's will. It's like taking someone against their will and forcing them to do something and beating them. And all. that's egregious, right? What we interpret slavery to be based on modern times. OK, that, but the scriptures specifically morality. say it's not that way. Right. So you would that's agree. Subjective. That's subjective, morality, what you just described. That's a diversion away from the. No, no, no. You're, you're trying brain. to show me that it's objective morality exists. And what you just described was subjective morality. First of all, I'm not trying to show you that right now because you're not trying not to show subject. me objective morality exists. I'm making exactly. sure the audience gets the conclusion of the topic they came to Dude, watch. Dude, stop okay. narrating the debate. Just engage with what I'm saying to you. Why can't you do that when I just made Okay, a- ask me a direct question. A simple direct do question. Do you agree that what makes the slavery immoral would be that it's against the will of the slave? No. What makes it immoral is much more complex. And that's not what we both we don't agree to that. We agree okay. to it for different reasons. In fact, you don't agree to it. You don't agree owning people as property is more. Because oh, you're I, saying I absolutely 
you well, then your Bible it shows like then you you don't believe what's in the Bible. It's a Bible says that if someone even a, comes to an agreement to be a part of your property, I mean they can be like a ranch hand, they can work on your property, or whatever. They can choose to leave, but if they leave, they have to pay the remainder of no. what they would still owe. That's what it says. That's what yeah, it says. I know, I know. Do, do, wait, can I ask you this question? Would you yeah. agree that it's not immoral? For there to be an agreement, a consensual financial agreement that takes place where someone's given money up front and then has to work it off for a set amount of time. Is that immoral? How well it depends on the conditions. You agree to them. No, no well, no, people get pressured into stuff all the time. Like like I had like to, I mean, so often people work miserable jobs just to keep health insurance sometimes. Like there are things <laughs> in life, there are things in life that happen where pressures cause people to have to do different decisions, yeah. right? Yeah, and you I have to weigh that. those things out. Yeah, but that's not objective. That's based on human opinion and your, your environment and deciding like, you know, hey, based on this situation, this is the best option for me. This is my preference, right? I, what, you're, I, what you're describing is something you can't show to be the case and then trying to be like, hey, you should know that this is objectively immoral, but why should I think it's objectively immoral? We're not going to talk about that, but like, I I will give you, I will try to yield some ground to you. I agree that a gray area would be like, say someone's in like really hard time. Is that not flirting with taking advantage of them? Right? Like they're in a time of despair. And so you're like, they're like, dude, just please give me the 20 grand, man. I'll do whatever. Yeah. Five years, make it five years. You know, that, that could flirt with being immoral. But that's actually the beauty about the scriptures is it specifically says that if they choose to leave, you have to let them. No, it does. They just owe you the rest of the money. It does. It specifically That's says that. That's for the Hebrews. That's only for the Hebrews. Dude. No, the only specifying distinction is that there are people that are brothers of yours, believers, that I, there are people that live with you that are not believers. There are no. people that have traveled to you from outside lands. And then there are people from, dude, these, these are, this is. I literally, read, I literally read the part where it talks about how you can buy slaves from foreigners and that these people you can treat with rigor not ruthlessly, uh, right? Compared to the Hebrews, you, you couldn't do okay, this. Perfect too. point. Perfect point, Skylar. Are you open to maybe learning something? Because I used to think yeah, the same don't thing. Don't fucking talk. Fucking. I'm not trying to talk down. I'm saying dude, I used to think the same no, thing. Because I don't. One of I don't, my best yeah, friend I, I thought I the same thing a, a month dude, ago. Look, look, check this out. When I it says rigor, beautiful. tell me what you think about this. When yeah. it says rigor, just imagine. Would you consider this immoral if this is what it says? Is that when it says that you can rule over them with rigor, it means that rigorously. You can work them around the clock as opposed to, which it specifies right before that, it specifies no. right before that, as opposed to once, once the day. That's not came, what rigor meant in that context. Rigor was referring to the time period that they could stay, right? No. So now you could keep people for life in the verse. It literally says you can keep these, uh, these slaves for life. Do not do this to the Hebrews, my people. I got them out of bondage. And now my people will never go back into bondage again. Is if they agree to stay for that life, was, that does not going. say that in that verse. It's you're being already dishonest. outlined no, before this not. verse, you're, dude. You're this is, this is wait. This one's funny. Right before this, it even, says right before this, it says you can only work them until the end of the day. That's it. You can yeah. only work until the end of the day. That? What verse are you talking about? Okay, it's about the Hebrew people. Right before that, what verse? Before what verse? Leviticus twenty-two something. Okay, and. 
I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head, man. But this is well, the whole, did you come prepared at all to talk about these? Topics? No, actually, I didn't because I didn't know this debate was happening until yesterday, and I was busy yes. today. So, oh, and God. and this is the thing, man. I I'm telling you what happened, okay? And you can go read it. I, what I'm trying to do is like the audience can go read it. I'm not just you have no, there's you have no credentials. What what have you have you studied any of this That's stuff? That's called a credentials fallacy, dude. It's not what that means. You don't even know these fallacies. Okay, define credentials fallacy. No, I'm not going to do that for you. Okay, well then don't say I don't know what it means. You know I know what it you're means. You're the ones bringing it up. Because you're you, No, I'm not. I'm just saying you're not qualified in any of these categories. That's called a credentials fallacy. No, it's not. To say that my argument must be wrong because oh I don't God, have the proper credentials or qualifications is by definition a credentials fallacy. That's it's ignorant. It. Nikola Tesla dropped out of college, so is he not Is it, a, is it objectively not? immoral to take women and children as plunder? At, to take women and children against their will and force them to be slaves for life would be absolutely immoral and reprehensible. That's, that's what they were women and children. How would you can't? How could you take a child and it not be against their will? Oh, no, the child is under the care of their parents. No, their Got parents a, are dead in that scripture. A few minutes before they we go killed into the all Q&A. the Q&A. So yeah, yeah. The, remember they killed long? all the adults. Okay, so so then it's it's morally responsible that you would have to take care of the children if their parents died. That's actually like a moral thing. All the no, surrounding tribes would have killed them. They don't become their children; they become their slaves. They don't become slaves. They just yes, they work. do. That's literally they are plunder, and they're counted with sheep and other livestock. It tells them they can do oh, with, with the plunder as they want. No, not as they want. You can't. It says specifically that you can't kill them. Oh, no, this Bible that verse that I have somewhere that I never really showed anywhere in the actual debate. It's just somewhere that I, it says this. Yeah, and I, I, I did show you specifically oh where it says God, that you can't God. take anyone against their will. There's a verse that it explains that if you like, say, if you knock their eye out or you chip their tooth, that you must let them go. And then right after that, it says it's talking about if you get into a fight with the person that works for you, you can't just like get away with whatever you want to do. And if you if they were to die, you will still be put to death. It says you have to treat your quote unquote slaves as part of your family, bro. Well, That's what it says. On. Deuteronomy 20, 10 through 14. When you march up to attack a city, make the people and offer peace, peace. If they accept, open their gates. All the people in it shall be subject to forced labor shall work for you. Those are the words forced labor there, not chosen labor. This is Deuteronomy 20, verses 10 to 14. Okay, and what as for Deuteronomy 20? This guy, you can read it. As for the women, the children, the livestock, and everything in the city, you may take these as plunder for yourselves, and you may use the plunder the Lord God gave you from your enemies. Okay, let's go to the Hebrew here. Sure. All right. This is, this is But the women, children, livestock, and whatever else is in the city, all its spoil you may take as plunder, and you shall... Okay, plunder. Let's look at the word for plunder. Oh, no, no. Why don't you read it in the, what the Hebrew translates it on that website? Because it's usually looking at the Hebrew and translating it to And English. you shall use the spoil of your enemies that the Lord your God gives you. Yep. Keep going. You will keep reading the verse. Okay. We'll go to the next verse. I mean, you, you want to read? How Bible well, you that, oh, no, no, no. But you brought this to me to show me these verses are arguing for your case. So you wanted to show me the yeah, Hebrew. Yeah, you're wrong about yeah, all No, of no, no. I know. I know. But you want to show me the Hebrew. Let's read, the, read it in the, the Hebrew that you're bringing up. I, I went to go check a Hebrew word, and you said, no, no, no. No, no, so no. Go ahead. I'm, now I'm on okay, the next now one. We're, go ahead. This is how you are to treat all the cities that are far from you and do not belong to the nations nearby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which part is it that? No, you, keep reading, just, keep, 
Keep reading. Hey, I am. So it comes I am. out of your mouth. You're pausing every time. Go. However, in the cities of the nations that the Lord your God is giving you, as an inheritance, you must not leave alive anything that breathes. Okay, keep going. Okay. Which I've already explained, and you didn't know. No, so you must completely destroy them, the Hittites, which were tracking back to the fallen ones, and the Amorites, which were giants, tracking back to the hybridization of the fallen ones, and the Canaanites, also hybridization of the fallen ones, and they refused to stop attacking. Read them. the scripture, bro. You're avoiding the fucking. And the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. As the you're Lord not even on the right one. You should be you, down. I at went to Deuteronomy twenty. What did you say? Oh, Jesus Christ! I you can't said help. Deuteronomy twenty fourteen. That's I what you remember. said. Remember, this is what the internet's for. Okay. Okay. So this is the main thing, man. It all is summed up right here in Exodus 21, 16. It says you cannot take a man against his will. You cannot sell him. And if you're caught with that man in your property on your land, you'll be put to death. It says, treat your slave, quote unquote, as good as you. There is the kidnapping. The only way it's going to work is to have closing statements. Maybe you should just chill. I'm open to it if you guys would like like, to, since we hadn't agreed on an actual format. You don't have to, but it's all good. It's all good. I don't want to just recap. I'm open to it if you guys would like, because like I said, we we actually, I didn't do a good job of giving you guys a format. So I don't care. Okay. Otherwise, we'll jump right into it. That's fine. What do you you think about that, Skylar? Skylar, you choose. Yeah, we could do the, uh, yeah, let's do closing. We can do short closing. How about two Come minutes in. each? All right, short I'm and sweet. Give you a chance to draw together the threads from the debate. We'll start with, given that we started with Skylar. Skylar, the floor is all yours for two minutes, and then we'll go into the Q&A. <laughs> yeah, this is or after Austin, of course. No, it's okay. Uh, this is what I expected, right? I want you to notice that during this debate, everybody watches. You can see them. I use scripture over and over again. He just pretends it doesn't mean what it says it means here. Says that the Hebrew means something different, but he doesn't really know the Hebrew. He has to go during a live debate and go Google the Hebrew to show you the Hebrew that he didn't even know that he was fighting me against. Uh, uh, I think it was very clear what's going on here. Um, a lot of just nonsense. I just wish, listen, I, the, the, the key to the thing to understand is like, this is just what these cultures did. They all had slaves. They all did this kind of stuff, right? The people who wrote the Bible in those times, you know, they, they were no different. The Israelites were no different than these other nations around them. That's the picture that the Bible tries to paint sometimes, or Christian apologists try to paint, I should say more often. Uh, so, when we think about um, what's like, you know, it's just, you know, but to, to try to like look at this scripture, think it isn't saying what it says it is, that women aren't just property, to literally just say the opposite of what I, it's read. Like he would constantly say that I'm just misrepresenting it. We should time how long I just literally read scripture. And you can tell he's not used to reading scripture with people. He's, I think he argues other things. Uh, and it shows. And the morality argument, I think, fell apart because the idea that if you think objective morality means that at certain times and certain contexts, something's moral, it's really more and more relativism, moral subjectivism. Uh, anyways, it was good. It was fun. Thank you. You guys. got it. It's lively to be sure. And we're just getting started because the Q&A is going to be very lively too. Austin, the floor is yours for two minutes as well. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah, as you pointed out, I'm not like a biblical scholar. Like, I'm not going to know all the verses off the top of my head. 
and it uh, seemed like we weren't really able to get into direct conclusions of each point. But uh, the part that no no one that speaks out uh, with uh, illusory moral high ground because then they claim there's no objective morality, so they can't even make moral arguments. They always leave out the Exodus 21 verse, which specifically says you can't steal people. I know you guys heard me say it a hundred times, so that's the most important part. I mean, I have the Exodus 21 seven, which comes right after that, or it's right before that. So that shows you what the context is. Right before that is the main verse he was bringing up, Exodus 21, 7. Right after that, it says, no one can be taken against their will. So what it basically says in conclusion, and this is this is something I had to learn as well, right? It says that there are different groups of people and you treat the believers a little bit differently than you treat the people that live within your nation but aren't believers. You treat them differently than the people that came to your nation from outside and you treat those people differently than the people that were like uh, are still outside when they come into this agreement. It says it's not good for anyone to be in a situation where they're so down bad that they have to have help and they have to have you uh, have them as a quote-unquote slave. But if that's going to happen, here are the rules. And it says you got to treat them as good as your family. You have to let them go after seven years. That's for everyone. That's for everyone, unless they choose to stay, that they have to take the little uh, the little piercing in their ear if they want to become part of the family, that they can you can give them marriage, but they can't just leave with your uh, with the woman you gave to them in marriage, right? That would be like stealing. And that if they choose to leave early, they can, but they have to pay off the rest of the money that they would that they would still owe by, by the time the financial agreement wasn't over. So this is much different than the agreements or the way that slavery is painted in the Bible, oftentimes. Um, I disavow any type of slavery of kidnapping people against their will, forcing them to work for you, raping women, taking women as property, all that's insane. But it doesn't actually say that in context, but it does require good faith uh, to actually go look at the context of the scriptures. So hopefully, at least I what I did was show you guys uh, what it actually says. You can go read it yourself because we didn't have time to go through all the Hebrew. We never would. So in conclusion, yes, I disagree with slavery in the way that it's modern and, defined, and so does the scriptures. We are going to jump into the Q&A. do want to let you know, folks, if you didn't already know, Modern Day Debate is on podcast. So you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, every podcast app. And we put our guest links in the description box there as well. Both Austin and Skyler are linked in the description box for this debate on YouTube, as well as they will be in the description box for this podcast episode, namely when this debate ends up in the podcast within about 24 hours of our pod, or I should say of our debates being live on YouTube, they end up on the podcast. So hey, if you haven't yet, pull out your phone, open up your favorite podcast app, find Modern Day Debate, and follow us, and that way you have the option to listen to debates on the go. This one coming in from Sky Scion says, Do your laundry, Skyler. Okay, thanks for that. Kent Hovind's CPA, I highly doubt this is really Kent Hovind's CPA, says the ancient Greek word for Yahweh is Mahomes. Thank you for that. Brian yes. Stevens says, women of war didn't consent. Debate over. Witsit, I think that one's for you. And by the way, yeah, I want to remind you guys that if you can do me a favor, just go so we can get through as many questions as possible. If, if you can try to keep the rebuttals to your opponent's answer to a minimum, that way we can get through everybody's questions because people do want to hear your responses to their questions. Uh, yeah, so uh, if they're in an unfortunate situation where they're in a country that ends up being in war, um, yeah, they, the women typically didn't have a choice, but it's basically a moral guideline to say, take them, 
into you where you are instead of allowing them to die also. So I don't see how that's immoral. You can't take a woman as a wife unless they agree to be a wife. It strictly prohibits that. This one from Brian Stevens as well says, Notice Skyler quotes scripture, and Witsit doesn't. Witsit, any thoughts? Yeah, I specifically did cite the scripture, and it's actually uh, right in the context of the scriptures he was invoking, so it's a gross misrepresentation. So it says you'll be put to death if you rape someone, put to death if you own someone against their will, and you steal them, and then you sell them. So that's debate over. It says you can't take someone against their will and sell them, or you'll be put to death, which is what people are saying it condones. King044 says, question for Witsit. Are you branching out from the sciences into new areas? That you know nothing about. I guess you can be wrong in multiple disciplines. Yeah, so uh, I, I can debate a majority of what it is I hold to be true. And uh, this is just one example. I mean, I, it was an idea that was brought up. I said, yeah, sure, I'll defend it because I have looked into that. And I used to think that, wow, this condones the atrocity that is slavery. And turns out in proper context of understanding what it says, it specifically doesn't do that. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm always open to debate whatever it is I hold to be true. You got it. This one from Brian Stevens strikes again. He says he was, quote, going to the Hebrew, unquote, 10 minutes ago. Hmm. I'm not exactly yeah, sure what that means. He continually scattergun different questions and different topics. So, how, how? I mean, either I don't respond and I look like he's just dominating me or I get caught up in the combo over and over. So, you can just watch it back. The Batman says, Sky calling someone's arguments BS isn't an argument. I just didn't hear any arguments, but maybe some other time. Brian Stevens says, The Batman, so in response to the last one, they say, Honor to the late Kevin Conroy, who is a hero to us all. Batman wouldn't support slavery. Taking slaves of war as wives is horrific technically in response to that other super chatter but if you want to respond austin i don't know you can if you want yeah it doesn't say you can just take women against their will and force them to be wives it doesn't say that strictly prohibits anything like that the woman has to agree to do it skeptics and scoundrels says what's it could god have explicitly prohibited slavery in the same way that he commanded males to cut off their penis or i should say the tip of their penis if yes why didn't he yeah, because this this is actually uh, guidelines to a significantly much more egregious and barbaric uh, culture of slavery. And it's saying, do not be like that of the hedons around you. If you're going to have someone work for you, they have to agree to do it. They can leave at any point in time. You have to treat them better than your family. So actually, no, I don't think that this is – I think if you apply it today, it's not wrong. If you uh, help someone out that's down on their luck – and you front them money or you give them room and board, but you say, look, you can't just stay at my house for nothing. You have to work here. That's not immoral. The only time that you can claim it's immoral is to just use the catch word or the buzz phrase uh, slavery and then not actually properly define the context. You got it. And Oliver Catwell, thanks for gifting those memberships in the live chat, folks. If you just received a free membership from Oliver Catwell, you can use the modern day debate official emoticons, including juicy, amazing, and soy boy this one coming in from do appreciate it justin says for both what is your take on levi right marriage in deuteronomy 25 5 through 10 
where a widow can be compelled to marry her dead husband's brother to bear a child. It's kind of gross, to be honest with you. But this was weird things. I mean, the Old Testament, there was a lot of incest and a lot of, uh, I mean, it's where they think sometimes people think that's where everybody came from, two people. Well, then their children just sleeping all with each other for generation to generation. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that there's some weird concepts in there. There's there's never been any alternative proposed ever that we don't have common ancestry. So I guess if you want to be the first one to propose something, I'd hear that. That's what we call an argument for ignorance. Again, once again, saying, hey, provide me with something or this is what makes something exist is an argument for ignorance. No, it's just logical antecedent of life. It's not, though. You're just like you're making an empty claim about something. Sure, I guess God could have created a bunch of different types of people. Sure. Matt Le says, Austin, would you be my slave if it was under the rules in the Bible? Well, no, I would never put my family in a situation where I would be subjected to working for someone else. I made a promise I wouldn't work for someone else like five years ago, and I haven't since. But if I was in a tough situation back in the day and I and someone was willing to help me out up front, yes, I would agree to work for them, whatever they said to do. Even if they offered me a place to stay and I needed it, I would agree to help around the house or the property. Yeah, this is basic common sense. This is not immoral. Well, you would be born into it is what would happen. You'd be born into it since you were a child. You wouldn't know the difference. You would know you were a slave your whole entire life. The master you know, gave, gave his, you know, his, his Hebrew servant a wife. You know, you're the child of the Hebrew servant and his wife, and now he still owns you. No, it doesn't, it doesn't own you like that. You just live on the property as your dad works for the guy that owns the property. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's not at all what the scripture says. It is, though. It isn't. This one coming in from Timothy P. Southwick says, Modern Day Debate, y'alls and everyone, I think they mean you, Witsit and Austin, or I should say Witsit and Skyler says, you're amazing, my friend and friends. Thank you for allowing me to comment regarding everything and such other. Thank you all, my friend and friends. God bless and be well. Much love to everyone. Thanks for your positivity, Timothy. We appreciate that. And it's true, folks. We try to have, you could say, a long leash for those of you in the live chat in the comments. In other words, we don't want you to feel like you're walking on eggshells. So we do want you to feel like you can say what you like. You got to be pretty bad to get banned here. <laughs> but Justin, thanks for your question. Says, Witsit, you seem to like logic and philosophy. Can you provide a sound modus ponens for objective morality? And number two, are you a biblical literal? Well, we'll let you. We'll get you <laughs> first. Number one, can you provide a sound modus ponens for objective morality? We know that certain. The only alternative to objective morality is that it's subjective. So, if there's a linear code of ethics, then there is objective morality. That means that certain acts are objectively wrong, and then you could even extend that. Thus, there must be intention and determination that created that objective standard. This one coming in from Justin. Or they, they added a second question. They said, are you, Austin, a biblical literalist? If so, what value does the Bible say that Pi has? Wait, sorry, what? what well, you mean what's like the Pi, the of... number 3.14? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Justin also asked... a slight discrepancy with the current number and the biblical number. I don't... What, what do you want me to say about that? Justin also asked, Witsit, what are the three axioms of logic? I didn't know that there was a specified three axioms. 
So I don't know. Bubblegum Gun says Skyler is racist terrorism objectively wrong. I don't think there's a such thing as objectively immoral things. So anything you could put X, Y, Z in front of that word. Uh, do I think it's I think it's wrong under my moral system, I would say. You got That's it. Be mine. Yep. This one coming in from Skeptics and Scoundrels says, Was every baby during the flood a genetic hybrid? Um, that's actually a debate, but yeah, some say yes. And that's why you look at where it says that Noah was the only pure one left along with his family as if they were actually the only pure genetics left, which is pretty crazy. So I don't know. That is a uh, scriptural debate, but some argue, yes, that Noah was the only pure blooded one left. Well, how would they still exist after the flood then? That's another debate. So some claim that potentially one of the one of the wives on the, the ship, that even that they survived by escaping somewhere else. Also that they were still metaphysically unbound and they just made women again. They just so made God, God failed in his attempt to <clears throat> kill them all, is what you're saying. No, he well, you how could you kill metaphysical beings with a flood? I don't know, he's God, right? The creator of all things. Yeah, he gave them Yeah, yeah, he can create he can create and annihilate whatever he wants, I would imagine. Yes, but he gave them like internal life in the metaphysical realm, so they must now be eternally bound after they're uh, punished. Yeah, I don't think that follows there, man. Well, you don't know what the scriptures say, though. I mean, it's no, I, I know you. <laughs> you don't actually ever quote the scripture. Good. You guys okay. certainly have chemistry. I do. I say, Skylar, I'm sorry. I labeled you wrong. I forgot years ago you did. You could say move in your perspective regarding theism. And so I did label you wrong. So I am sorry to both of you, both Skylar that I have a bad memory and Austin. I'm sorry that I told you that Skylar is an agnostic. That was not meant to mislead you. I I just, that's the last I remember. This one coming in from, and sorry folks for the confusion on that. My old brain just sometimes it, it, you know, this one going in from. The easy way to remember, James, is my God doesn't drown children. The Christian God does. It's a real simple distinction. But anyways, go ahead. This one coming in from Skeptics and Scoundrels says, Witsit, could God have written and inspired the Bible more clearly than it is, at least to the point where all agree on what it says and you wouldn't need to defend it? Um, I think that the Hebrew is... Uh, pretty precise because the way the hebrew is is a certain word you can't even use the word or understand what it's saying at all because it can mean so many things unless you consider context so if you had to stuck to the original language it's, it's pretty precise in what it means there's some speculation here and there but uh english translations have just muddied the water beyond comprehension so um i think it's a beautiful thing though because i think that means you have to truly want to know what the truth is seek it out diligently and understand that be, I'm a, be humble enough to know that you don't know all the answers. Um, I think it's kind of beautiful that people don't know all the answers. If you could just get all the answers by reading a book, I mean, it's, you know, it's about it's about sincerity. So that's my answer. This one coming in from Green Bastard says, "Let's see, Skyler, I love you. How sweet." This is coming in I from love you. I this, love you. <laughs> Flat Earth Travolta says Leviticus twenty two. Something equals beta. I don't understand what this means. It's literally that's quoting it verbatim is what it says. Blaze the Nazarene says, Skylar, you profess to believe in God. Which God? 
what is this God's name? <laughs> I don't believe gods have names. Uh, I'm more pantheist. I guess I'd fall pantheist, deist, somewhere in that realm. I like a lot of Alan Watts. If you know what, uh, if you listen to any Alan Watts, you can kind of get a kind of a vibe of what I believe. But I do lost say. the plot though, bro. Yeah, he didn't drown babies though. He had some good points. He just lost the plot. Somewhere I missed the wife beating an alcohol, I guess. I don't know. Huh? Yeah. But once again, he didn't drown babies and have humans execute babies. Okay. Context. This one. I know there's no context that makes it moral to execute a baby. Yeah. Right? This... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. People yeah. want to be there. No, own. no, I'm asking you. There is no context in which it's moral to execute a baby, right? Not, certainly not for man, no. Well, then where's the foundation for man's morality when you're in that Later made it for us in our own human. Oh, so so God made morality. Yeah. And in that morality, human beings can never execute children. I would agree with that. Yeah. Right. Then, but in the Bible, God tells human beings to execute children. Yeah, but hybrids. They weren't hybrids. It doesn't That's say. What it, says. it says humans. No, it says humans. No, it doesn't. First Samuel 15. It tells you why. No, no, no. It literally. Amorites were giants. No, no, not the Amorites. The Amalekites. Giants. No, they weren't. In the the, the verse, it tells you why he did it. He said it was for revenge for what those people had done to the Egyptians when they were coming out of Egypt, or the Jews when they were coming out of Egypt. Does it mention giants? No, it doesn't mention giants in the scripture. You're just adding it and making it up. Does it mention giants in the scripture? Not in that scriptures I'm talking about. You're referring to early Genesis. No, no. I'm, even, talking, I'm talking out here in Joshua Conquest, man. You'll get there. You got to keep up with it. Yeah, you got to keep up. You'll get there. This get one there. coming in from Blaz the Nazarene. Oh, we got that one. Sorry about that. Who's Rich Pernell? Says, respect to Witsit, though I would have liked to have heard a connection between morality and reality, i.e., how immoral acts distort character. Why do we see negative effects if not immoral? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think it's for me. It's like basically one of the evidences for objective morality is when you do immoral things, you have negative natural consequences for those things. Well, except for things like being gay, attracted to the same sex. You die sooner. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. being, 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 you know, being, but being attracted to the same sex doesn't make you die sooner scientifically speaking if you practice homosexual sex you die sooner no 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 but being homosexual in and of itself doesn't make you more likely to die quicker somebody who's just a straight person could have sexual proclivities that lead them to a more likeliness to die but being gay in and of itself doesn't harm someone being specifically to that type of sexual activity yeah, is but, the amount I, of it i wasn't talking about the sexual activity I was okay yeah about yeah gay. okay so, yeah, well, then, it, so then, it's not objectively immoral to be Then gay your emotions would be guided with lustful desires as the predominant reasoning, and therefore you would also there, have There's no difference between sexual straight I and gay attraction. I know. I know. Right this now. one coming in from Ben Dover says, read the Bible. It's not a moral compass objectively. Oh, well, it is. It is actually. It gets very specific linear code of ethics and objective stand. <clears throat> so in which to live by and every successful society ever 
has been built upon these specific parameters or very similar ones. So, uh, yeah, let's see how good the atheists make a society. You, you need linear code of ethics outlined for you to have any productive, uh, respectful, or respectable society. Well, this is how the religious people treat people, allowing them to have slavery, executing children, conquering other nations because they believe in different gods. I don't know if I want that either. Right? I disavow religion and all the egregious things done under the name of the Bible and no, other religions. But that's what's in the Bible. He commits genocide against other peoples. You already admitted to it. Hybrids. They weren't hybrids. There's no. There's literally like a verse in Genesis where it talks about hybrids. And, and then, in Enoch. Then, uh, in, yeah. If you you want to, so we're just adding that for that Bible. No, we're not adding it. It's what's quoted uh, verbatim in the next to last book, Jude, the book of Enoch, and the Messiah Yeshua actually references Enoch, and it specifically referred to God, over, over, and over. God failed to kill all of the these whatever Nephilim babies in the flood. Divert back to no. Well, I'm just saying. Added, I mean, that's where you logically end up. Because then, if you're saying, "Hey, he didn't, he didn't drown babies; he drowned Nephilim," it's like, "Well, then he failed. He failed to stop the Nephilim. What took so long? Why are we now waiting till the Joshua conquest to go in and wipe out the rest of the Nephilim? Why isn't God just stopping their hearts like this and having them die?" Because there are there's, there's something called free will, my brother. If you don't yeah. have free will for everything He created, then I'm sorry, I'm going to die to... right one day, right? Yeah. And God planned that date I was going to die. Well, I don't think he just sits down with a plan that you're going to. No, 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 no. But he knows it, that yeah. you're right. So yeah, he knows what's going to happen with these Nephilim. He could just be like, well, I know these Nephilim are going to mate with human beings. So I'm going to make it so their lives end. Just and like they I wouldn't be free, all, though. The, what, we could. Humans, I, wait, we could keep, have the same I hate issue. to do this. But just because the, the Nephilim and who they were making babies with is a little outside of what we were shooting for in terms of the topic. I want to entertain it at least a little bit, but I do want to redirect us back to the questions for the audience. This one from Justin says, Witsit, you keep appealing to Hebrew. Can you read or speak Hebrew? I can say something to me in Hebrew or a common Jewish prayer started in Hebrew. Uh, I can't cite a common Jewish prayer in Hebrew, but if you could read Hebrew, then you would know everything I just said about the context of Exodus and Leviticus is completely accurate because I've sat down with a Hebrew scholar specifically going through all of it. I call him, talk him on, talk to him on the phone, go through every single word of, say, Leviticus 22 when my Ooh. friend asked us the other day. His name is Jack. Ooh. Doesn't yeah, matter. What's his last and name? What's his what's what's his credentials? I don't know if he says his last name online. So okay, well, but gonna... he's a scholar though. What's his credentials? Uh, as in, he's like, yeah, he studied Hebrew for like twelve years, and okay, we go where? through the Hebrew together. Like, where, where did he study it? It doesn't matter, man. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. no because I think it's just bullshit. I think what's well, good, no, it's I, just, you're, you're making the he, I have this friend of mine who happens to be a scholar. I don't think he uses his name online, so I can't give you that. His name is Jack. He goes matter. by Just Jack yeah, yeah, online. That, yeah, a scholar. I do have to keep us this moving. This one coming in from Dion9981 says, if humanity creates AI with consciousness, are we then a god? I have an idea. Wait, sorry, what? They said if humanity creates artificial intelligence that happens to have consciousness, are humans god? I don't know who that's for, but no, that's that's absolutely ridiculous to think that humans could ever imitate God or that AI could ever even imitate the complexity of the human body and the mind and the spirit. It's insane. We still don't understand the mind. 
They say you can only use 10% of your brain. That, that what they meant to say was we can only kind of understand 10% of the brain. And they don't understand your eyes or your semicircular canals in your ears or how your heart works or cells or DNA or genome structure. So, yeah, I mean, no, we could never replicate the beautiful creation that, that uh, Yah made from the small to the big. I mean, everything finds its order. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Mark Reed says, after show at Mark Reed's channel, keep the debate going. Thanks for that, Mark. And then I will, I think I've got a link for that. Earlier, someone sent it to me. I'm going to try to put that in the description box. This one coming in from Justin Strikes Again. Witsit, law of identity, excluded middle, and non-contradiction. Are they, They're saying these are the three tenets of logic. Then they say modus ponens is an inference. You don't understand basic logic or argument structure. Okay, I already said the inference is that if there is a linear code of ethics, that's objective morality, meaning if there are certain acts that are known to be wrong in all scenarios, the, then it is reasonable to infer that there is objective morality, which means there's a linear code of ethics, which means there has to be some intention or determination behind that standard. And yeah, I do see the three, the three, I, I never claim to be some expert in logic. Just the fact that I understand certain fallacies and all my opponents drown in them doesn't, doesn't change you, anything, you, you know, you're describing like I, universalism, not objectivism. Like you just, just when, when you say it's wrong for everybody, like you're making this idea of a universal moral principle that everyone has, but that doesn't make it objective. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. in terms of physics, all the way to morality, there's a natural order and equilibrium of things. And when you do immoral things, you have negative things happen to you. And when you do morally good things, you have morally good things happen to you. And it's not just about that. It's that we are all built with the innate ability to know instinctively that harming a child, harming someone against their will is bad, bro. And it, well, I know, and God makes people do it. He's evil okay. as hell. That's evil. So you're back too. You do agree. No, I just want to point. I want to point out that it's evil for God to tell people to execute babies. Dude, I can assure That's you that I'm no saying. man, no man's in a position to be the arbiter of morality over. The like I said, okay, so you just think it's moral then? It's moral for God to have you people execute babies. Creator, I'm asking you, is it moral for God to order humans to the creator execute Creator can babies? only do righteous. So. so it is righteous. It's moral. In whatever way it is that happened, the creator can only do righteous. Yeah. So, so the scripture when it says target children, target the babies. And the kids, it is righteous and moral to execute them when God tells you to. It says wipe out everyone. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. I, I'm not even, I'm, I can't understand that. So that's what Christianity is. This is what I'm saying. Because you're a Bible worshiper, is what the problem no, is. No, I readily disavow certain parts of the Bible. But except the parts where he has genocidal things where you execute babies. No, I accept the parts that have proper translation where you diligently look at the actual original. You, you agree. Don't bastardize it. No, you agreed. That he does order people to execute babies. I think that a scenario that does make sense to me is there being like hybridization of people. And so thus they're not really people and like eventually have to step in to stop them. And I know that's crazy and I could never make that call. I would never condone hurting anyone or any type of modern slavery or anything like that. So that's all I can say. There man. were humans that were drowned in the flood, though. Well, maybe. I mean, that's it says that Noah was the last pure one left. Yeah, but there were human other humans, though. Well, some argue that that Hebrew word is actually meaning pure genetically. What, what's why is genetics an important aspect of it? Because it explains consistently that genetics is important because the, the the sons of God took the women. Took the women? Yeah, they actually. There wasn't you know, consent the, there. The women, I mean, even then, the women consented. 
They did. Yeah. Yes. So what was wrong with the? Okay, that's why is it objective for your moral for these uh, angels they to use sleep met- with humans? They use metaphysical tricks to get the women to do it, and that that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. where did you read that in scripture? That's not Enoch. there. Enoch. Oh, in the book of Enoch, once again. And, which is scripture according to the Messiah. So, okay. and it says that it says they taught them all kinds of things and enchantments that they were supposed to know. And they basically cast spells on them. And it, specifically in Enoch, it says that marriage was not made for you. It was made for man so that they long for nothing. The fact that you went and took that in a metaphysical yeah. form and took God, what was, I made for man is, is, is unforgivable. God acts, God acts surprised in these situations, which is. Bizarre. Not that he was surprised is that he reacts. To well, yeah, yeah, he probably punishes people. He knows what's going to happen from the very beginning. And then you're just sitting there you're like, he knows it's going to happen. That he's got to punish these people. He's going to punish these Nephilim. He won't do it all at once. He'll drown most of them in the beginning. And then we'll wait generations after somehow yeah. the strain gets loose. This is like the same five-year-old question I have, and I wonder why do bad things happen. Not a question. Now I'm just explaining what your fucking position is. All right, brother. The alternative is that we don't have free will. And if someone can fully wrap their mind up. So what? So what? What if we don't have free will? There's no purpose to life. Who cares? So what? Who cares? What if there's no purpose to life? I think most of us. Are you just upset about it? You're just mad? Okay. So what? You're upset that there's no. What what difference does it make? Let's say there is no free will, right? What are you just mad about it? No, I just think I understand that the creator wanted us to have purpose in our life. And so he gave us the ability to choose and learn. And no, but you were making truth. a point about free will, right? What yeah. was your point? That either the option is that you have free will or you don't. And if you don't, you're basically a robot. So what would be the purpose of even making yeah, creation? Well, so, I mean, well, I mean, just because you don't know or you don't understand. It's like, what would be the, there is, this is, no, it's not basic logic. It's an argument from ignorance. When you say, what would be the answer if this isn't the answer? Like no, we I don't propose- know all the possibilities. No, you're just saying that you know all the possibilities and then acting like it. But it's no, you're not. You're just saying you're just doing. You're skipping a step in this. If had no free will, there would be no purpose to life. So what? Who cares if there's no purpose to life? We so do what? Have to I'm move just saying that there'd be no reason to make creation, brother. That's it. Well, what, wait, no, no, no. What, what if it was just it wanted to make creation for whatever reason? Doesn't have to. There's. You don't. I don't have to come up with a, a reason for why a god could make creation. You could just be wrong. All right, bro. This you, one, had, you asked why. Why it happened. I know, and your answer is you. You just like. Hey, I think so. No, we have free okay. will. No, it's, it's nothing to do with free will. Especially in the con- the whole idea of content. No, free will in the Bible is simply un is love without coercion. That's all it's in references. It's not all these little extra options people like to open up with free will. It's just the idea that you can choose to love Jesus. You can love God uncoerced. So where you can have a relationship without him forcing you into it. Isn't these that beautiful, bullshit, extra, Yeah, but that's not the point. That's, you're, you're, not, you're, no, you're adding all these extras like free will. Like he can't choose the day of your death like you did earlier. Right? It's like, mm. oh, that would go against their free will if they took their lives. Return to the, the topic at hand, the of the debate you have a couple of new questions that have come in this one from islam is lame says skylar what are the three fundamental laws of logic <laughs> didn't we just read these a minute ago the answer to this i don't remember that. i think your mic might be going out it's a law of contradiction the law of excluded middle or the third option yeah, we, in the yeah, principle of identity. yeah I, I didn't know them either i mean it's just one of these like it's like weird trying to get gotchas on the person This one coming in from, this was earlier. Memo Lee says, would a debate about Judaism be too juicy for the show? We would totally be open to debating Judaism, the religion. It's just that it's really hard. Folks, if you happen to know of anybody, uh, for example, 
trying to remember his name. Uh, Shmuley Botea is one, I think I'm pronouncing it right, is one debater who defends, you could say, Orthodox Judaism. But it's really rare. It's hard to find Jewish debaters. So if you know of anyone, email me at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. You got a and, Rumble account, bro? Because <laughs> you're... You're flirting with dangerous territory there, bro. You got a rumble. <laughs> Judaism as the religion, we've we've had it once I got before. You. It's I think it will be okay. But the other one was that if you folks, if you happen to have an interest in debating, especially if you happen to be because it's really hard for us to find debaters from Judaism or Islam, email me at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. So it's just the channel name, no spaces, no hyphens at gmail.com because it's really tough to find especially Jewish debaters, but also Muslim debaters. This one from Mep, we got that one. Bertie Numbnuts says, uh, question for Witsit in Leviticus 25, 44. They say, quote, your male and female slaves are to come from the nations around you. And they say, <clears throat> are the slaves in those slave markets there on their own volition? Yes. Yes, they are. That like It's illegal to purchase or sell someone against their will. I explains that if you're going to work like it this again, it, it distinguishes between like working someone to a set time at sundown, which it says in the verses right before the ones everyone wants to invoke, which is funny. You can just go fact check it or you can work them around the clock and more rigorously, more rigorously around the clock. And uh, if you're going to work them rigorously around the clock, you sh those should be like from around you that are non-believers, polytheistic, because atheism is a modern delusion. So they were polytheistic. And he's like, yeah, you can you can work them around the clock more rigorously. And that's who you should do that to. So that's what it says. Yes. It, it, yes. The scriptures say give favor to believers over non-believers. That's what it says. Well, the other thing is, too, like when you're talking about. This like nine to five. Like, why would you need a mediator? Why would you need a slave trader then? Right? Like, why would you need someone who you're you're buying them already from somebody who owns them? Right? They've come into so, a financial agreement with yeah, them. So so now like they're able to since they came into a financial agreement with that person, now mm -hmm. they get to buy the contract. Is what you're arguing? Yeah, I mean, person? isn't that logical? Yeah, I mean, the alternative would be that that person just gets screwed and gave them the money up front, and they get to just run away and go to another one. They could just keep doing that. Yeah, that's not at all how like Near Eastern like law worked or anything like that. It's okay. It is though. No, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. could, could you can you name one scholar that agrees with that position? Yeah, I probably could actually. Like ancient Hebrew slave. No, no just, I'm saying you just name one, bro. Don't no, tell me how you're gonna no. name. Dude, okay. no, man, not off the top of my head. I know you've been you've been debating this for years, and so you think no, you got not me. Really, that doesn't mean anything. Like I, I showed the fundamental facts of the case. Okay, it's the slavery in the Bible is misrepresented in straw man. That's a fact. It's, it's just read. We just read the scripture. You called it a straw man. All right, brother. Well, it. if someone diligently looks into what I said with honesty and humility, they'll find out what I said is true. Because I had to do the same thing. It's it's true because you say it's true. Well, this no, it's true because the Hebrew says so. Matthew Vicendis. Okay, I one of you has to. Is, this a Matthew Vicendis says Austin. Why are atheist countries like Scandinavia and Australia objectively better and more moral than religious countries like the U United States or Saudi Arabia? Yeah, you would obviously have to denote the term better, but uh, that wouldn't be objective if you don't denote specific parameters. But of course, they're not. So Austra how is Australia better when Australia takes away your guns? First of all, what's an atheist country? I don't know what that means. What, majority atheists? 
Because it was built upon like linear code of ethics. It has a law, it has law under God. That's what I, that's how Australia was founded under a God. But anyway, say that. How how many children died this year from gun violence in Australia compared to the United States? I don't, I don't care about what. I mean, you know, I know I'm just, because you just said you bring up them buying guns, but I just want to, we're the number one killer of kids right now is guns in this country. And what, what, what number do you think that falls in in Australia? Uh, I don't know, probably a little bit less than the amount of people that hang themselves and are killed with knives. So, yeah, you're not so, really dealing with what I'm saying. Now you're just Yeah, because way more people are killed with knives. No, no, That's a different debate. You know, I, just you, my point. I know, I was asking I my children, point, the number one killer of children now in this country is guns. Okay, thank you. You're so virtuous. So, well, I mean, what's virtual? I mean, do you not find that as a you, problem? You, you, people like you will never take my. Uh, I ask you. I, no. I just asked you. Do you find it a problem that the number one killer of kids in this country is guns? There will be people that do bad things to people, regardless of what weapon they can use. I just ask like you, in do Australia. you find it a problem? Is uh, it? A of course, problem? I find children dying a problem with your virtue signaling empty arguments. What argument. is virtue? It's not virtue signaling. It, it is question. by definition. You did. It's literally a question. Like and you, it took point? me so long to actually answer it. Go ahead. No, because it's 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 virtue signaling. It's like, it's, well, it's just like watch, no, I'm just go, dealing with brother. What I can go watch guns. CNN and NPC. You don't want to deal with reality hear that. of dead kids in this country. You there you like, go. Oh, they're so, so probably, awful. They're uh, so awful for banning guns in Australia. And then number one killer. Let me finish my point. I don't care about that because I worship guns. Let's just be. Let's just to be sure that we can hear each side. Gun worshiper. I don't worship guns, but you'll never sure take you them. Do. I can assure you. So, all right, we got it, Skylar. I got to give him a chance to respond. I just want to make the point that I was making. That's the reason the guns came up. Was like, for example, they don't have like the right to bear arms freely, right? Which is just the right to defend yourself. So they have like all kinds of stuff that lacks freedom. This is because they don't have moral objectivity. They don't say that there's a creator that is in charge. They worship the state. The state is their god. And this is one of the few advantages that America has. America acknowledges that we get our rights unalienable, inalienable, as people say, from the creator. We're endowed with rights and that these are the list of rights that the government cannot infringe upon. So that's a major distinction. That's why I was making it is it's good for society in that sense. And that's why we are the best country in the world. I will take our guns. We worship guns. We got to go with the next one. We take, take my guns. You guys, like like guns I said, you guys. You guys certainly have <laughs> chemistry. Uh, this one from oh my Lord. Who's Rich Purnell says, For Skyler, do you believe in the possibility of a fall of man? And should free will be used for... We'll give you a chance first before uh, the second question. So dis- It's so distinct. I want to give you a chance to yeah. answer the first. No, I don't think there's any fall of humankind. I don't think there's any kind of uh, sin. I think that that story is just really misunderstood. I think it's an analogy for childhood. A metaphor, if you will, about growing up. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I've explained this in longer detail before, but uh, I think it, the problem is people take a literal translation and they think that there's a real Satan there, a serpent that comes and tries to trick the humans and tree of life and tree of knowledge, and they have to leave the garden. So I think I think a lot of that's just misinterpretation. What was your second question? They said, and should free will be used for immoral acts or moral acts, and why? So the this is what I'm talking about. Like when you define free will, right? I used to use the analogy that, like, let's say I have free will right now. I don't have the ability to grow wings out of my back and choke a motherfucker when I get pissed off, right? Does it mean I don't have free will, or does it just mean that this particular thing 
that I can conjure in my mind growing wings out of my back and choking a motherfucker, right? That that doesn't exist. Does it mean I don't have free will, right? So now let's take that into the human world that we're talking biblically. So, right, just because uh, I, human beings have limitations doesn't mean that it always affects free will. Like humans and children having the ability to get awful diseases that are just unnecessary and suffering that God could cure at any moment uh, and let his little innocent ones not suffer that. So anyway, that's, that's what I have to say about that. From Matthew Vicendis, they say murder and suicide rate is significantly lower, such as in Scandinavia or Australia, because they were the one that sent that original question about uh, – they said that Australia and Scandinavia are atheist countries. And they said better equals, it has better quality of life, freedom and health system and social welfare and education. Yeah. Complete inability to defend your family isn't freedom. And of course we saw firsthand that Australia has no freedom where the government completely took over, forced them into lockdown for like the entire period in which every other country was at least occasionally allowing some freedom. And that is because they don't have the ability to defend themselves. And I just want to repeat this because it's very important. The reason that this is the most important discussion of all is that we say that the creator made us and gave us rights is because if you do not say that, you're saying that the state or the government is allowed to tell you what your current rights are. No, no, no. We get them from the creator. We don't get them from man. So that's why Australia's lost the plot. And yeah, I mean, just guns are just one example. So, you know, people are getting stabbed with knives and then have to politely ask the police to forgive them for being yeah. stabbed. How, how many people, how many children have been stabbed to death? Compared to how many gun deaths we have in our, our Way more to... people have been stabbed to death in Australia uh, than America. No, no, no. Children in schools. How way many more children. No, way okay, more children show, have been okay, stabbed. Give us with a, show me a stat, bro. Okay, ran, you randomly asked. Children, children, yeah. Well, when you come back, way well, more children have been stabbed. Up, yeah, then shot with guns. No, I didn't say that. No, no. So, how many children have died from stabbings in, I, in Australia? I don't know the number off the top of my head. Is my it a encyclopedia? lot? It, right. it is a lot compared to America. Yes. Right. And, and how many of them died? A good amount of them. Yeah, I think you're not. A good amount of people die when they're stabbed. That's right. Yeah. In reference, I think. Number one killer of children. In reference to, Skylar, your position on guns, I think that this is what it's in reference to. Pablo Coulter in his super chat says, Skylar, does it bother you that the number one proponent of spelling mistakes is the pencil? (laughs) Yeah, pencils don't uh, execute children. And don't make children the number one cause of death in the United States. Guns, right? Not not poverty, not like healthcare. Guns, because we have a bunch of gun worshippers in this country. I own a gun, right? I'm not for completely banning all guns, but this idea that we like we literally won't make any mm. type of gun regulation, any type of sensible things. It's absurd because you worship the guns is where it's coming. So I, I don't take it seriously anymore. Some of these guys. You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate this super chat coming in from Theros Rex says no kind of slavery is legal. Freedom for all. Oh, and still waiting on that age of the earth debate. Wits it. Fewer Steiner on the discord. Come and get me. I don't keep up with random names like that, but. 
Yeah, I just want to take this opportunity to point out. I, I don't know. Did he say something before that, or he just said, "Come debate me about the age of the Earth on Discord"? That's what he said. It sounds like he's that was his name. If you were a signer on Discord, and he says he wants to debate on the age of the Earth. All right, well, tell him take a ticket. But uh, I want to point out, I I agree that there are like children get shot, especially like in hood, like crazy ghetto, like shootings. But my point is that freedom comes. <laughs> it's with not freedom. even the number one. Wait, can I just make my point. Yeah, I mean, but why would you go the hood? I do. Let's. We'll give you a chance to respond, Skylar. I promise. What have you got? What's it? Freedom comes with some implicate or ramifications, and you come down to the decision of freedom or security. And so you don't sacrifice freedom for security. It has some kickback, but if the alternative is that you're not free, it's always going to be a net negative. You sacrifice it for dead children. The number one killer of children in America. It's you know, it's hey, listen, there are things we sacrifice to have these guns. That's what your argument is. We're willing to sacrifice. We're allowing the number one killer of children to be in this country now guns. We're willing to sacrifice our children to have gun rights, as opposed to yeah. the government then being able to take over without anyone to fight them back, who has proven that they yeah. will, that they will kill. That's what's going to happen. You the government's proven that they will kill. Over. Dude, they will fucking wipe your ass out if they want to wipe the, you out. The government has proven that Jesus, they will kill so tons of children and innocent yeah, people. And they won't have a problem killing your militia that Hold you on, think just with your hear, AR-15. Well, just to hear like, from... It's just such I wanna, nonsense. I, wanna give you, I, I promise I'll give you a chance to respond, Skylar. I just want to hear in terms of what Austin was saying. Yeah, like the government has proven that they have no respect for life when it comes to some type of mission. They'll kill children. They'll kill women. They'll kill innocent children and women for years, sustained years at a time. Um, I would much rather us have to deal with the unfortunate ramification that some people do immoral things with guns than to remove our ability to defend ourselves from the government. And the government ran logistics to see if they could take over the American public with their firearms accounted for, and they came out saying that unequivocally they could not successfully take over the American people. That is a easy-to-research fact from the military logistics program themselves. I, I just think it's clownish to think that you and your militia buddies are going to fucking stop the government. Like, you, you know, Al-Qaeda was more organized and qualified than the right-wing clowns we have in this country. Like, let's just make sure, you know, we're going to fight for a fucking right for AR-15s. and But you don't even have weapons in comparison. I grew up on military very bases. My father was military. My whole life I've been around the military. Damn. And you punk asses, right, that don't fucking serve a day in your life, don't do anything. And My you're dad fucking, fought in a war, bro. Yeah, yeah. Are you your fucking dad? No, but did no, you No, well, what the fuck? Then? Don't talk about your fucking dad. Your dad isn't fucking you, right? But now you're like, I'll defend my country. I'll defend it from my fucking garage with my AR-15. You know, who, what are you fucking defending it from, bro? It's more likely for a child to get killed by fucking another child in school than it is by their government. Those are the, illegal the, guns. The number, one, the number one killer of children isn't the government. It's illegal guns. Yeah. yeah, it's not illegal guns. No, that's absolute bullshit. And most of these guns that are in these massacres are legally bought. Oh, shifted over to the massacres. No, no, you just said, you just literally said that they're illegal guns, and that's not true. Statistically speaking, most of the children deaths of guns are illegal weapons. That's actually, where do you get that quote? From crimestatistics.com, I believe is literally the website. And I always want to point out, that's all I'm saying, bro. The government, you may be enlightened to understand that the military ran a logistics operation to see if they could take over the American public by force. 
and they determined that they cannot. Okay. So it's not about opinion. Another country, no, but that's not what your point is. And it's not about completely taking it over by force. It's the idea that you think that you're going to fucking do something to stop the government from doing something. Yeah, Yeah, you're right, right? Just like, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah, They'll fucking just drop a bomb on you, bro. And another five years, do we get a fucking drone where it won't even be human beings anymore doing this shit? All right. So, like, if you want to pretend like your fucking gun, your little fucking semi automatic might help you. Yeah, good luck fighting a fucking drone. And you're doing right, well. Some of us will be real men, and we'll defend defend oh, our families. Yeah, what have you fucking done, bro? What have you done? I- I'm saying I would. Oh, you would. Oh, family. that fucking counts for something. Oh, All right, think we've got to go stand up before the we before Christ. we go on to this uh, government, or I should say, militia versus government debate. I do have to jump into the next question just to keep us on this one. Thank you very much. Who's Rich Purnell says I would not say Skyler answered my last question. But big thanks to both debaters tonight. Love these topics. Much love, James. Thank you. Thanks for your kind words. Who's Rich Purnell and your support? This one coming in from Mark Reed says, Just checked statistics. Uh, Australia in 2023 had a rate per 100,000 population for stabbings of 0.48. The U.S. had 06 which it is wrong again. We have more. I, I don't think so. I have to look it up though. I know they have a they have a higher rape rate. I have to find it right here. We're not talking about rape. We were talking. No, about I'm saying. Savings. I'm saying. I'm, yeah, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure they actually have a higher. I don't know what he's talking about because I I debated someone that was from Australia like two weeks yeah, ago we who admitted you. there's more stabbings in Australia. Well, so he I don't might know have been wrong. Who who gives a shit what this fucking guy that you debated last week? But the I mean, guy for sure on super chat is. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Mark, but this is this is my actual this is my point. Like I like whether or not it's higher or lower isn't the point. The point is that freedom comes with ramifications okay but it's always worth having the freedom and it's not about whether or not we can fight the government or if the apocalypse happens or if martial law happens it's just the principle that having that barrier there the military themselves say factors into the decision to where they try to take over the public by force australia cannot fight against it that's the point they don't even have the theoretical barrier it's not about whether or not we could actually successfully fight them off. It's just that it keeps them away from doing certain things that infringe on our freedom. And that's why our country was founded in the first place. It's just nonsense. You can economically cripple country. But anyway. But yeah, they're on their way of doing it right now. It's all planned. Yeah. This one coming in from Islam is lame. They said, actually, regarding Australia, they say fact check. Where is it? They just said Australia is not an atheist country. Uh yeah, I wouldn't imagine. This Still one sucks. coming in from Skeptics, and they say Google it. Skeptics and Scoundrel says, Witsit, are there Nephilim hybrids alive today? I couldn't tell you. I've you never seen I, I've heard claims. I don't, I don't know. Eddie Dean says, Skyler, chill with the gun talk. We already established that Witsit is cool with slavery, so he, we know he is cool with kids having guns. <laughs> And would you would you actually will you actually agree with him that I'm cool with slavery or isn't your whole debate that like I was wrong about my interpretation of what the Bible says? No, I don't think well, I think that you didn't ever actually like you what happened is I read scripture that specifically told you that were slave scriptures. You just said it's not slave scriptures. And So I'm not cool with slavery then, right? No, I don't think you're cool with slavery. Well, that was a straw man. But, but you do that. but you would say that in some situations it's moral for human beings to execute children. 
No, I said only the creator can have anything to do with that. Well, well, no, he has human beings execute children. I disavow any like body killing anyone. That's uh, unless well, then it's you, then you disavow your own god. I disavow a human doing it, and I think the creator may know more than me. But I don't even. I think that I don't know. I can't speak on that. So you disavow this one from Theros Rex. They say I've been waiting a while, Willie. I know you're just scared to be shown. A, to be a clown in yet another scientific subject. I guess that's the guy talking to me about the age of the earth. I, no, I, I don't know. I might. Are you a, are you a flat earther, young earther, also? Uh, yeah, you don't you don't want the smoke, bro. No, 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 I don't. No, it's okay. No, I just want to just. No, that makes always, a lot more sense now. It here's a, a stationary topographical plane, provably, but I'll respond to the young Earth thing. So I can easily debunk that the Earth is billions of years old. There's something called the Great Unconformity. <laughs> There's something called the Great Unconformity. And if you actually look at the layers predicted by the model, there's up to 1.7 billion years missing from the layers of the earth that are supposed to be there. That's over, that's almost half the age of the alleged earth. It's called the great unconformity. You can look it up. And uh, they just make up all kinds of ad hoc excuses as to why that is. And we have trees that go way, we have trees that go way, we have trees that go way too deep. And you look at their rings, they're not nearly the age they claim those sedimentary layers are. So great unconformity and the trees debunk the age of the earth. It's easy. Kevin Howell, thanks for your super chat. I didn't see a question attached, but let me know if you meant to attach a question. It also says in the live chat, celebrate the first super chat from Kevin Howell. Thanks. Appreciate that, Kevin. And I thought I had maybe one more that I pulled. Did I read this one? Matthew Vicendis says, Witsit thinks that government policy that has 90 support is 90% support is bad. Is democracy bad? Stop lying about knife violence here. Our laws keep us safer, not guns. I think this is the gentleman that said the Australia mm -hmm. and Scandinavia are atheist countries that have less crime. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, criminals love to follow laws. Well, no, that's argument. not it. Yeah, that's not, that wasn't the argument. That right? is his argument. No, that it isn't. No, 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 no. You just straw man. No, no, hey, no. Let me finish reacting straw to man, the that, question, you, you man. You just create a straw let's man. Give, let's give, let's give. What else have you got, Austin? And ask. then we'll give you a chance to respond, Skyler. Okay, so now I'm trying to keep up with all the stuff the Super Chat says, and I'm keeping, like, come on, dude. So, like, oh, my gosh. I don't even remember the whole Super Chat now. Like, uh, I'm not saying that knife or something. The law, criminals don't care about laws. So most of these things, like killing children, well, that's against the law. People still do it. A lot of the gun crime that happens in America, the vast majority of it is with illegal weapons. This is easily verifiable. Most of the crime violence happens, or the gun violence happens with illegal weapons. So just laws alone don't help it. Coming at laws about weapons won't stop a criminal from committing crimes. That's ignorant. Uh, I don't remember what the first part of it was because he threw me off. I was able to compartmentalize it until he interrupted. So, so, so the problem with this whole argument uh is that it shows it works they ban guns and they don't have all the school shootings that we do right so when you say like there's something other element or something that's at play here in america to why we're killing or the children are able to shoot each other more than they do in the in in australia or and then you made up some phony number about knife stabbings when our rate is higher here I mean, dude, you're just talking out of your ass, man. I've seen conflicting statistics, and again, it doesn't even matter. It's not yeah, about that. Yeah. This one from Theros Rex says, The great unconformity isn't a problem. 
bub. We figured that thing out in intro to geography freshman year. You just have no education. Give you a chance. Funny that they don't say what the answer is, though. What's the answer? Because there's like 10 different theories about ice ages and the flood and uh, isolated floods and isolated ice ages and magma, lava, like crazy volcanic activities, asteroids creating all kinds of interactions in the mantle. There's like 10 different there. No one even agrees on what the great unconformity is. And it changes the amount that's missing all over the earth scattered and stuff like floods don't work. The ice age doesn't work because it's concentrated in specific areas with different amounts of layers missing. So you didn't learn anything in ninth grade or the freshman year of college geography or geology even that would ever tell you this. I just talked to geologists the other day. They agree. We don't know the answer to it. It's called the great unconformity and it's huge. It's almost half the amount of years of layers missing that the model predicts. So, and you didn't address the rings of the trees cause you can't. So who was the geologist that you spoke to? I don't remember his name. He was in discord. Everyone else knows his name. Oh, Some okay. geologists. Okay. Dude, There's I talked from... to so many people, dude. You look good. You're, 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 un, you're unimpressive me. is what I'm going to say to you. Okay. You're unimpressive. This one from... You must have lied about the geologist, huh? Skeptics and Scoundrels says, Witsit, are you a flat earther? Yeah, the earth is probably a stationary topographical plane. I don't conform to consensus because of an intellectual ineptitude. I just seek the truth. You're, this is what, this is what man, this is the scary thing about our future is the most ignorant people are the most confident in all of yeah. these topics. Yeah. Nice, nice projection. Yeah. Let's see. Surgeon general said he had, let me just look for, I didn't see it yet in the chat. If you had a question or a comment, surgeon general, I think you said you had one, but I didn't see it. Want to say folks, as you can see at the bottom right of your screen, the countdown is on. We're only less than a week away from the conference, DebateCon 3.1 by Modern Day Debate. That's our own channel's conference. You don't want to miss it. Check out the links in the description box so you can watch all the debates live. You just throw in a buck and you get to watch them all live. If you're already a part of our Patreon or a channel member here at Modern Day Debate, you don't even have to put into the crowdfund. That's our thanks for your support already. And if you're near Fort Worth, Texas... Come and join us in person. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, take some chances, do something fun, you might miss it. This one from Brian Stevens says, explain your answer. Don't tell people to look them up. Okay, there's something called the Great Unconformity. So based on the current geological prediction of the Earth and its age, there are different sedimentary, sedimentary layers. They use things we like... We don't want this now. now exactly. we're, past, well, no, we're past the moment when you could have done this. That's what the dude just brought up in the super chat. Yeah, I know. I, it, it, it's, it's relating to like the whole conversation and I'm making the point. Yeah, I'm not, I, it's I just at this point we don't really need to do it. We just try to be past it. We're past it. I've never debated someone that doesn't interrupt me. It's insane. It, it's like I have like a superpower. I do want to give Austin a chance to respond to it because it was it was addressed to him. And then I know that I'll get you out of here because I know it's already ten thirty over there at Skyler. I appreciate you staying up late with us because I know it's two hours later than where I am. Austin, I'll give you a chance to respond, and then we're, we're going to wrap up pretty quick here because it is I, I was just trying to facetiously make the point that I could be hyper-specific about the great unconformity, missing sedimentary layers based on the predictions of the different dating methods we have, like daughter uh isotope relationships, blah, blah, blah. But I, for sakes of brevity and respect, I was just trying to keep it concise 
a great unconformity shows that uh, it doesn't actually match the geological prediction of the prediction of the Earth. And then we have trees that go deeper in the Earth than the sedimentary layers predict the age of. When we look at their rings, they're much younger than where they are in the Earth, which debunks that that layer system is correct, okay? And, like, I mean, just look into it. The great unconformity and look into the tree rings. It is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and, and, like, monologue for, like, forever. I feel like I already get on people's nerves with how much I try to fit to a short period of time. So it's just like respect and in sake of brevity. Uh, really quick. Surgeon General says it was just a heart. We're sending hearts from the modern day debate discord. Hannah, a Amanda, Mark Reed and DJ and I added elusive Viper Jamnico and the rest of our staff. Thanks for your support. We appreciate that. And yes, modern day debate does have a discord folks. Check us out. It's in the description box. If you haven't already, Brian Stevens, well, actually, we got that one. There was just a couple of quick last ones. Eddie Dean said, "What it wits it? If hybrids exist now, should they be killed?" Um, I'm personally not like into like murdering anyone, bro. You know, like unless they're trying to kill people, and like right, unless they're you know, it's just in self defense. I don't condone murder. That would be killing. It's different, but anyway. Theros Rex says, "My wallet has limits. Debate me where I don't need money." two dollars you're a baller that dude said that in a two dollar super chat what a okay saxy calzone says i know we're get granting a lot for the sake of discussion but does witsit have any sort of formal argument for the existence of god though it wasn't part of the topic we'll give you a chance to uh to keep if it you want to respond yeah, simply put like from the smallest to the greatest scale Everything seeks equilibrium, even in quantum physics and all physics, particle physics, which is pseudoscience, uh, chemistry, all that. Everything's always trying to find its order and settle into where it has a balance or seek equilibrium. The fact that everything is engineered to find its order shows that there must have been some type of intention and determination between the standard of what that order is, as does objective morality, a linear code of ethics, and just the basic necessary antecedent to the creation. Uh, and the balance of this place. So, yeah, everything having an order means something had to place the order. This last one coming in from, do appreciate it, and then you've got to wrap up the Q&A. Thanks for your questions, folks. This was from Sam. Says, Skyler, can you please describe in detail your experience debating Witsit? He says he loved it. Painful. Painful. (laughs) Just pain. Okay, just one word. No, I mean. That's from a movie. I don't know what it's from, though. I don't know. It was fun. Listen, it was a long time since I've been on the channel. So it, it was good to get to come on here and, and have a fruitful discussion. I'm virtually certain that's what Mr. T says in Rocky 3. Mm, but Rocky 4 is the best Rocky of them all. I think they said any any predictions on the match, and he said pain. Okay. Anyway, thanks for your – let's see. Any last ones? I want to say, folks, thanks for all of your support. If you enjoyed this debate, if it gave you some fun, stimulating entertainment this fine Saturday night, hit that like button. We do appreciate it. Our guests are linked in the description box. So if you want to hear more from Austin or Skyler, or if you'd like to go leave lewd and lascivious comments at their channels, you can. Their links are in the description box. Just kidding. Don't do that. Austin and Skyler, thanks for being with us tonight. It was a true treat.